Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the big show. We are live. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talkie Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome in. I know, it's been a hot minute. It's been a minute. Let's find out who is here to celebrate our return. Not, not that it's like a big deal or anything. I know. I've been jonesing for you guys, too. All right, let's see who's here hanging out. On the Talking Trek service down dog, Jerry Ryan, what's up? Server 146. Thank you, Ivana Vano, 136. JT Bob on 156. Noon Whistle, Server 29. Uh, A. Wilkins, Server 30. Stradalorian on 9. Archangel Sito, Server 15. Thank you. What's up, Yusuke on 44. Anika on 136. Bad Boy, Server 13. Triplets on Server 11. Board 104, Server 16. What's up, Divine on Server 164. Zandy's on server 12. Thank you. Medieval Knight on 13. Grumpy Old Data Chief on 27. Tabby Bozo, server 20. Noon Whistle, server 29. Thank you for being here. Ape on server 21. LA Ravager on 44. Jazzmeister on 166. And server 7. Missed you, DJs, he writes. Thank you, Jazzmeister. I missed you guys too, man. Great to be back. Mosher on 181. Thank you, Tagore on server 40. Apox on 134. Metal on server 8. Distressed Alien. What's up? What's up, server 60? How you guys? Doing Sobex on um, server 24. Thank you, Raxnar, server 8, uh, Roku, server 135, Ghost Rider on 62 and 63. Ooh, doubling it up. Yes, thank you for being here. Jayberg, server 32, Shady Pines on 27 and 29, Cold Rogue on 177. Divine, did I remember announcements? Yeah, I made announcements, didn't I? I did, didn't I, Bubba Joe? <laughs> I made announcements. It's good. Uh, what's up, Dark Menace on server 140, Lady Unaleska on server 61, Distressed Alien on server 60, Anita on server 52, Cubonus on server 14, thank you, Vengeance on APAC 196, Drunken Dole on 21, Archangel Raziel on server 35, thank you, Cobra on 170, appreciate you being here, and Dorian on 13, Bad Boy also on 13, Moraz joining us on server 15, what's up, thank you. Up. Next level thinking on server eight. Uh, Marev on 40. Rams Nation, server 15. What's up? What's up? Dehagus on 16. Hammerhead on 175. B Row on server 24. And uh, not too awful bad. Bubba Joe, 82 additional messages. 222 people in our live studio audience. Thank you guys for being here. Not bad for a Wednesday afternoon. Appreciate you guys also very much uh, for being here and tuning in. After what has felt like a small hiatus, Bubba Joe, we've been gone. Uh, I checked the logs. We did a, uh, a Talking in Cars episode a week ago today. Did not do an Easter show. Uh, no, I take that back. It was a Talking in Cars a Sunday ago, like two Sundays ago. Then on that Wednesday, I ended up having to work, so we did like a Tuesday night stream. So no show on Wednesday because I was working. Then no show Sunday for Easter. It was crazy. It was absolutely, uh, it's been a very long time. You would think, Bubba Joe, that I went on vacation or something irresponsible like that. You would you know, think. You would think. It's been that long. Uh, by the way, I'm going on vacation next week. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't get that lucky. I don't get that. I don't get those kinds of vacations. My partner last week, that's why I had to work on Wednesday. I worked bell to bell, Bubba Joe. Bell to bell, six days in a row, which I, listen, I know a lot of people work like that. So I'm not saying, oh, pity me. It was just, it's not what I'm used to. So, you know, 14 hour days, six days in a row. It was a long week, Bubba. I was a little bit tuckered. 
And my buddy took a week off to go play golf in Florida. <laughs> That's what he was doing. Took a golf tree, a, a golf trip down to Florida. So I uh, appreciate you guys. He all didn't being take here. you with him. What kind uh, of buddy is that? Listen, we we can't. There's only one other of like like my counterpart there. You guys know I've talked about John before. Uh, we can't both take any of the same time off. As a matter of fact, there's a training class. Uh, that we're going to have to go to. He gets to go to that one first. So so coming up, uh, I think in June, there will be another week, Bubba Joe, where I get to work bell to bell because he's going to be gone for four days in uh, in the great state of Tennessee to do some uh, to do some training, uh, you know, compliance and banking laws and truth and lending and all that fun stuff. I, I, am, I can't tell you how jealous I am, Bubba Joe, that he gets to sit in five, five days of classroom training regarding banking law. <laughs> that sounds exciting. Well, Riveting I, even. I get to do it uh, a few months after that. I think they're going to send me in like October, September, October. So uh, that is, uh, that's, I'm very excited. Not at all excited about that in any way, shape or form. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Uh, we are expecting the arrival of Criminal Ripper here coming up very soon. As a matter of fact, I got a chance to catch up with him, Bubba. It's been because it's been such a whirlwind of like 14 days for me. I have not really been super chatty. I've not really been very much in the discords. I try to pop in. I try to make sure things aren't burning down, which, you know, listen, as far as server lag, as far as black hole of points, it hasn't been that terrible of of a of a two-week period really truthfully i mean it's it seems as though some of the stuff has gotten dare i say a little bit better over the last week or two so uh kind of interesting there for for that aspect of the game sure for for that singular aspect (laughs) for technological (laughs) stability uh it's not been too awful bad so um anywho uh, I, uh, I had a chance to call ripper this morning i was on the road actually for a few hours this morning and had a chance to uh to talk to rip for a little bit and just kind of catch up on what's been going on and and see how things uh have been going and uh we had as always bubba a very riveting conversation that started with you know things in the game and statistics and buffs and lower deck abilities and quickly transition somehow to the price of natural gas versus propane and the heating potential <laughs> uh, you know the BTUs and kilowatt hours and all this stuff of propane versus natural gas You guys gas. talk about some really strange things. <laughs> it's our thing, man. It's our thing. We we talk about nonsense. Uh, so there was that. Then we got we got to talking. I got to try for the first time over this last. You know, Wilkins, that came up. He said he was probably talking about the pizza oven. That did, in fact, come up. As a matter of fact, I, for the first time this past week, Bubba Joe, got to try a cauliflower crust pizza. And, and I did that because, you know, this diet that I'm on and, uh, you know, trying to do the whole low-carb thing. So uh, I've been jonesing for pizza been really really wanting pizza shout out captain bull who was telling me about like some different restaurants and stuff none of which exist in you know this rural mountainous area bubba joe but i did find a local restaurant that has a cauliflower crust and i tried that it was pretty daggone good ain't gonna lie is well you gotta make your own uh yeah no i'm out i listen First of all, I don't have the appropriate oven. Okay, <laughs> I would need I would need to uh, to enlist the services of a singular criminal rip 
in order to have the oven necessary to uh, to, to no, do this. No, no, you just need a stone. You can go get the diced cauliflower, and you can make a re- uh, a decent crust. And then you get to put whatever you want on it. I'll tell you this, all right. For those of you who who maybe want to try to eat a little bit better, listen, uh, your mom. <laughs> listen here, mom. All right, not my mom, your mom. Uh, <laughs> it was not bad. It actually was pretty daggone good. I'll be straight up honest with you, Bubba Joe. Couldn't taste the difference. I could not taste the oh, difference. Oh, well, I think you can taste the difference. I, I could think not. You can taste the well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not 100% convinced that they may have not just given me a thin crust instead. All right. <laughs> In which case, I totally screwed everything up uh, regarding my diet. But I, I, that's what they said it was. I got to kind of take them at face value. I don't know what one's supposed to look like. I don't know what one's supposed to taste like. I've never had it, but it tasted delicious. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, so there, there is that. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Wilkins says there's still flour in a cauliflower crust. Well, then I screwed that all up. <laughs> well, no. I mean, oh, so, no, you can have a cauliflower crust that has no flour in it. That's what I'm saying. You, you go buy the diced cauliflower from the store. You buy cauliflower and you grind it up. And you can make your own cauliflower crust. It tends not to be too thin. If if you had a thin, it probably did have some flour in it. But nah. the cauliflower crust, you can do a cauliflower crust. I've done it, and it's actually good. Well, I listen, whatever this was, if it did have a little bit of flour in it, it, it really was delicious. I very much enjoyed that pizza. Uh, so it, it was good. No, no pineapple exists on my pizza, Mosher. That, I, it's a hard line. Listen, I'll take vegetables, and I'll grind them up for a crust. All right. Pineapple does not exist on my pizza. Okay, it doesn't happen. Uh, continuing our stupid news here, everybody. Yes. Uh, stupid stupid. <laughs> news. That's what's going on in my life. I uh, got to eat a cauliflower. Uh, oh, what's news? I'm just going to let this play news. all nice and quiet. Okay, news. just kidding. <laughs> yes, it is time for the news. Wilkins, that, that was the beginning of the news. No, Bubba Joe. You put pineapple on your pizza. Oh. Pineapple is one of the best things to put on pizza. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Leading off our stupid news today, everybody, Bubba Joe eats pineapple on pizza. All right. <laughs> All right, hairball. Uh, this past week, a federal judge, Bubba Joe. I, listen, I'm sure you've probably stayed in tune with this. You have been uh, vocal. <laughs> with me in our conversations about all the craziness that's that's happened in our country and in the world. This past week, a federal judge lifted a federal mask mandate on airplanes. It's been around for two years. Can you believe, first of all, let's start with two years. This is We've been fighting this. It doesn't, I guess it does kind of feel like that, but at the same time, like you look back and you're like, oh my God, we've been doing this for two years. All right, this mask mandate on airplanes been around for two years. The flight attendants of Spirit Airlines are picketing around the country to protest. Bubba Joe, their poor working conditions and dangerous safety concerns. <clears throat> uh, hello, you work for Spirit Airlines. Okay. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there in case you, in case you. I'm really it. glad you started off. I'm really glad you started <laughs> off with a uh, Florida Man Friday story. I'm telling you, just in case you didn't read your your name tag, you work for Spirit. However, Bubba, there is good news. The company did try to recognize the uncomfortable position they were in and tried to make things worse after the airline saw how upset they were and tried to charge them an emotional baggage fee <laughs> that's happening over at spirit airlines a mississippi woman is in the news and was arrested for battery 
after she jumped on and punched the umpire of her 12-year-old daughter's softball game. Not to be confused with the game that I was nearly arrested at last year. Okay, don't don't get it twisted. Yes, not me, Wilkins. Not me. Yeah, this woman uh, jumped on, punched the umpire of her 12-year-old daughter's softball game. Uh, and uh, really, honestly, you can't even compare my situation, okay? I was not arrested and no fists flew, okay? This was actually much worse. Witnesses say it was the worst beatdown in baseball since every Orioles game ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bubba. Bubba left. He can't take it. He can't take it, be ready. He's like, no, listen, I can't do it. Eh, he's not going to do it. Mark just missed the best one of all of them. Good afternoon, Mark. Uh, listen, this is kind of a cool story. A gorilla in Chicago is being forced to cut back on his screen time after developing a smartphone addiction. Everybody. Uh-huh. A gorilla in Chicago has developed a smartphone addiction. He especially loves Twitter because everyone on the app flings poop all day. <laughs> That's what's going on in there. Uh, in other gorilla-related news, Mark, um, the world's oldest gorilla celebrated her 65th birthday at the Berlin Zoo in Germany, which kind of just goes to show you're never too old to spend your birthday at the zoo. Like, it's a fun thing. You get to spend your birthday at a zoo. Unfortunately, the gorilla got upset during the happy birthday song when the other animals started singing, you look like a monkey and you smell like one too. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That one was my weakest. Wow. It was weak. I, I understand. Uh, how about this one? A Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, come on. Be ready. That was great. A Carolina Panthers linebacker. This is serious news. A Carolina Panthers linebacker is facing charges for allegedly threatening to kill his girlfriend, Mark. Like, not even, I mean, said he was going to kill her. Which is, listen, why women who love football should always date members of the New York Jets. They never kill anybody, okay? <laughs> you don't have to worry about it there. Ah! A new study finds that one in six Wordle players, V-Ready, compete while sitting on the commode. Yes, everybody, this is true. If you play Wordle, there is a 17.5% chance that you do it in the bathroom, uh, also known as a vowel movement. <laughs> Making Wordle the ultimate Game of Thrones. Yes! Yes! Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Well appreciate done. It. I appreciate that. Thank you. Tinder uh, is in the news and is launching a new product, Mark, to help users hook up with each other at music festivals. Uh, festivals. Yes! New app just for people to hook up at music festivals, or as we used to call it, uh, ecstasy. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the app is going to ask... <laughs> No, it's so bad. The app will ask users to register their intent to attend festivals like Bonnaroo or Stagecoach and then feed them matches of people who are also going. So you are absolutely guaranteed to meet the unemployed stoner of your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Is that in direct competition with OnlyFans? Yeah, I don't know. Listen, the competing products. This new feature was inspired by surveys that showed that three in five singles have hooked up with someone at a music show. And that someone was John Mayer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. That's your stupid news. Yes. Who wasn't excited? Come on. That was a good, that was a good one. It's been two weeks, so 
Nah, yeah, I know. Dragon says he wants more. It's been two weeks, Mark. I had to I had to bring my A game today. Good afternoon, Criminal yeah, Rip. Welcome into the show. How are you, sir? Ripper. Did you did you hear the stupid news? Did you get to hear that you've got a world celebrity over there at the Berlin I, Zoo? The world's oldest I, gorilla. I I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Ripper, what is going on with your audio today? I don't... You're so quiet. Uh, what? I'm going to have to turn Am you... I? I got to turn you up to like 160%. Wait, what happened? I don't know. I'll turn you up a little bit. K21 says, I still owe you three shows worth of stupid news. Mosher says, oh my God, thanks God it's over. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. We got a lot to get to today, a limited time in which to do it. Oliver has a baseball game tonight at 5.30, and that's why I'm trying to do an early show. I'm going to try to get to the game so that I, too, can punch an umpire in the face. I'm very excited about it. Uh, so <laughs> that's, uh, that's going to be going on this evening. Rip, uh, listen, I want to, very quickly, before I forget... I want to give you guys a life hack, okay? I want to share this with you. I shared it with Ripper earlier, and he was like, oh, kind of cool. How many of you guys, all right, this is not necessarily, it's not in the show notes. It's just something I kind of, I thought about, and and shout out to Draken from the Decry Alliance over on server 188. Thank you very much. Uh, the Alliance name is Don't Cry, which is kind of phenomenal in and of itself. Over on server 188, shout out to you guys. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a life hack, all right? How many of you, raise your hand, how many of you guys have tried to scrap a ship or have been ready to scrap a ship, but you're actually leveling up your scrapyard and you're like, don't, I can't hit the button. Mark, that's happened, right? I know what happens to me. Absolutely. It happens, right? When you go and you're trying to scrap a ship because it came out, and then you got like, you know, 30 days left on the timer, and you're like, oh, God, I'm going to have to use the speed ups or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Don't Cry on server 188 has, in fact, solved this problem. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, introducing Star Trek Fleet Command's Talking Trek Life Hacks. Today's edition, courtesy of Server 188. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are leveling up a shipyard and you are ready to put a ship in the scrapper, if you click on the little button, it doesn't do anything. It just opens up the speed-ups menu. It just opens the speed-ups menu, which is terrible. All right, you can't get in to scrap a ship. Ah, or so we thought. Actually, I'm seeing in the chat that somebody else didn't know this. Well, now everybody can know this. All you got to do is open up your inventory, go to, I believe it's your materials tab. It might be an other. I think it's materials. It might be an other. Look for your Stella particles, everybody. Look for your Stella particles. Click on said Stella particles, and you'll see a button that says Scrapyard. <laughs> When you click on the button, it will indeed actually open your scrapyard, thus allowing you to begin the scrap of a ship, even when the scrapyard is tearing up. Uh, great little life hack there. Listen, I don't disagree, Wilkins. Scopely could just give us the functionality in the station. That would be great, um, except things happen sometimes, and bugs that might get fixed end up not getting fixed, and then sometimes things get reverted. As a matter of fact, this is probably as good a time as any to introduce Ripper from Ripper's Corner. Good afternoon to you, sir. Welcome into the show. This past week, a, a patch launched. You know, this is the second month in a row, Ripper. Is it the second or third month where we have actually gotten 
an update to our clients, and a patch within the month. Okay? Kind of interesting, right? I mean, this is not yeah. necessarily something that's overly common with Scopely, but a patch came. Ripper, and with it actually was uh, a number of changes, right? There was uh, all kinds of bug fixes, uh, improvements, so they claimed the list of bug fixes was actually quite long. Ripper, you had a chance to kind of go through and look at some of this, but uh, I was chatting with you earlier this morning, and I kind of felt like, okay, some things maybe okay, cool, like, you know, the sale icon updated only after restarting the game. That was uber important to me. Totally. Well, on the other um, hand, my miners now show a truncated version again like we had the month before, before they fixed it in this month's client update. Very unhappy about this. Ripper, what the heck happened? I mean, I, I feel like we had this conversation more often than not where somebody was working on a version of the client. They've probably been working in their pods and then, you know, so two people took a version of the client, started working on it. One of them launched last month, then they fixed it. Yay, they fixed it. But then this person who was launching this client update was still working with the original one that had the truncated values. Ripper, what the heck? Um, ideally, that's not what happens. But I did notice they did a bunch of uh, text layout changes in many places. So who knows? Maybe someone was like, hey, let me change this. <laughs> Not knowing this wasn't supposed to be changed. <sighs> Lee Blackwell <laughs> wants to know if you can fix it in your mod so that they can't actually break it again. <laughs> I don't think that, I can. I don't, wait, what? Do you want to? No, sure, I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ripper I mean, can do anything! I mean, I, I did nuke the entire Galaxy chat, which you can now. You know, what? Wait, 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 no. wait, wait. Back up. Back up. You figured out a way to block Galaxy chat? Yes, I did. I need oh. this. I need this in my life. Oh, me too. I, I want this in my life. I want to not be able. Actually, there was like, like <laughs> some some person messaged me in 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 private and was like, you know, can 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 this be done? I'm like, I don't know. I'm gonna take a look. <laughs> just gonna take a quick peek. That's what Ripper told me this morning. I'm just gonna take a quick peek. Meanwhile, five hours later, we were still discussing something else. Uh, just gonna take a quick. Yeah, now. On PC, you can you can completely disable Galaxy Chat. You will not be able to see it. Oh man, that's awesome sauce! I want to do it. So I'm being told now that this is already um, this is already live on your uh, on your Discord. Like this uh, this version. Yes. Yes. There you go. Go check out the community patch, oh, wow. everybody, uh, on uh, Ripper's that's Corner. Way better than the official one. <laughs> <laughs> It is indeed better than the official one. Yeah, K21, he can uh, block Galaxy Chat. Well, that's amazing. I like that. I want it. I want it in my life. Um, while we're discussing this, uh, Ripper, let's take a quick peek at some of these other patch notes because there were a few things that ended up happening uh, inside this patch. And there were a couple of things that strike me as odd. Let's talk about this one. Line number one, V-Ready. First line, the Amalgam Refinery tab will now be visible for all players level 31 and above. Now, this one puzzles me, Mark. This one puzzles me a little bit, folks, because the Amalgam Refinery does you no good. Really, truthfully, does you no good if you don't have the Amalgam. Why would that be? Well, you need two million, all right? You could go and grind that out 10,000 at a time. Listen, here, good news, folks. 
Good news. At 2 million points divided by 10,000, you only need to grind 200 hostels to be able to do one refund. Now, I guess... That doesn't help you, actually. You, you don't see that bundle. You don't even see that bundle? No. You <laughs> only see the refits and the amalgam. Okay. Cool. Well, this drives me back to my original point then. Something is coming. This drives me back to my original point that I feel like for that to have been the number one line. Yeah, okay, so you can't refine it. See, I didn't know. I've got the amalgam, so I can't see what people see and not see. I just sold the amalgam refinery. I would have presumed it was the whole daggone refinery. All right, uh, clearly it's not. Clearly it's just the shipskin shard tracker redemption for the cloaks and, and this and that. So if this is now visible, Ripper, and they did so intentionally, could it be presumed? And FYI, I know nothing. I know nothing. They haven't shared with me. I don't know anything about the next arc. I don't know anything. Okay? But could it be presumed, Ripper, that there's a reason that they made it visible? That, that in fact, maybe if players without an amalgam can now see it, that perhaps there could be a way coming soon to a Star Trek Fleet Command galaxy near you, it could be a way to gather shipskin shard trackers? Is that possible? Definitely possible. It wouldn't be the first time they did something, you know, where you can have alternative ways to get certain currencies. Well, that would be amazing. After all, we did say and have been saying since January, right? Oh, God, it's going to take me three years to get enough shipskin shard trackers to unlock a single cloak. All right. I mean, truthfully, we've said this. Bubba Joe has said it. I've said it. Ripper said it. Mark said it. Chicken said it. V-Ready said it. We've all said it. There are always things that present over time that speed up process. We said the same thing about Syndicate XP, and golly, that stuff's flowing, flowing freely. These days, well, not, you know, not flowing freely, not like wide open, but I mean, it's available here and there, right? You got event stores, you got mm -hmm. some some events that give it. Um, you, of course, you're getting your daily refunds. It's in the multiphasics now. All right, listen, super duper important question for you, crazy chicken. All right, uh, regarding sourcing, do you put pineapple on a pizza? Yes. Oh my God! What is wrong Yikes. with you? No. What? No, no, just no. <laughs> don't. No, pineapple goes on a ham, not a pizza. Yeah, listen, Ripper no has it. What V ready? You're, you're, you sound like you're actually in the bathroom playing either Wordle or Star Trek Fleet Command. No, no, Say I it again. I said there's no chance I'm going to put pineapple on right? my pizza. Right, I'm, I'm with you. No, no, pineapple does not belong on my pizza. But thank you for playing anyway. Nope. Uh, crazy chicken. Yeah, V-Ready. V-Ready's over there claiming that pineapple doesn't belong on a pizza. Meanwhile, he's using speakerphone because he is, in fact, cooking a pizza with pineapple on it. See, now, I have to disagree, Sobex. I smother my pizza in mushrooms. Oh, yeah, lots of mushrooms. Mushrooms and banana peppers. That's my favorite. <laughs> very mm. Two very weird weird things. Uh, so, now, listen. Back to, back to these shipskin shard trackers. I am really motivated by this response, folks. I'm motivated by this particular change in the patch because we do see things ease up over time. We see Syndicate XP. We've even seen Trade XP getting a little bit better uh, here and there. Not, you know, again, wildly flowing free, but, but certainly better 
than the day one launch. All right. Now, again, let me be super clear, Sobex. I am not confirming that something is coming. I don't know. They haven't told me anything, but it stands to reason. I mean, it wasn't even an accident. It says specifically right here in the patch notes, line one, Amalgam Refinery tab will now be visible for players level 31 and above. If you can't see the bundles for refining the Amalgam parts, and you can't see the bundles for refining the Amalgam Recruit tokens, which is where Wharf is and the Exocomps are, and the shipskin shard trackers, if you can't actually redeem those things, then why would the bundles be intentionally made visible? There's only one logical, well, there's two outcomes, one logical, but two outcomes when we talk to Scopely. <laughs> okay? One is left hand ain't talking to the right. Very possible. All right? Uh, very possible. K21 says to sell amalgams. I don't know, man. I mean, there's nothing there that really motivates people to buy the Amalgam other than just seeing what's there, but it's not as though players didn't know it was there. We've all shared the, the skins and the cloaks and everything that's in there. People know what could be there. All right? I believe that they are preparing for a next step. I believe that they are preparing for an alternative path, be it slow or... Listen, it doesn't matter. Even if it's slow, folks... It's more than what exists today, all right? And, and the Amalgam Refinery is dreadfully slow. It's dreadfully slow, all right? So if they add another path, even if it's slow, then we have slow times two, which is still twice as fast as it was before, if that's making sense. Does, are you guys following my algebra? Slow X2, <laughs> all right? Which is not twice as slow. It's actually twice as fast. So, uh, you know, and, and Nietzsche points this out. All right, Nietzsche says, listen, a lot of players, Rip, are going to be very, very soon going to be unlocking amalgams from Cosmic Cleanup. The time frame is approaching. What was that original time frame? I believe it was July. Is that correct, folks? It was going to be 12 runs. How many blueprints? Is it 120 or 100? Tw yeah, that's right. 12, 12 runs. So it's 100. But that's right. Mm -hmm. There were eight blueprints, though. That's right. So it was 12 mm -hmm. runs which we only get three runs per month. So it was essentially four months. That was launched in March, right? Was it March? I've been very, mm -hmm. my time frame's all messed up, crazy chicken. So March, April, mm -hmm. May, June. Oh gosh, it is June, not July. It's June. Four months. Okay. Grungan well, there's a faster way to do it free. There's a faster way to do it free? Ah, oh, tell me. Mm -hmm. See, tell me. Tell me. Yeah. If you've saved your cosmic cleanup tokens, because there's not been anything but that garbage bundle, you can get two to three pulls per run. Mm. I've, I've actually, I have eight, yeah. eight zero, 80 blueprints, and I have not spent a penny on my amalgam. Uh, that is very exciting. And you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, and honey, truthfully, you can actually do three pulls her run because the you can do three if you do one right at the beginning and then the event store i know the event only lasts 24 hours but the event store goes actually you don't need to be dead on it honey you got to do it before you got to do it within four hours you got to do it within four hours okay so yeah if you did it even at 359 then the next day's at 159 then the next day's at 1159 
Okay, because the event store stays open for 48 hours. Three balls. If you have the loot banked up. I also, Crazy Chicken, had the loot banked up. I've been doing my three pulls, except not with the amalgam. I've been doing it with the Tactical Supplies Bundle. I've been racking up some some rare Armada directives. Every single week, uh, I'm pulling that chest three times, and, you know, I'm not getting them every time, Chick, but I'm probably getting... I'm probably getting 40 to 60 directives a week on average. I've pulled, I got... I pulled it four times and gotten, what, 10 directives? Oh, four times that's I stinky. It and I was like, nope, RNG hates me. I'm not doing it. Yeah, again. that's stinky. Uh, of course, listen, Cosmic Cleanup is gaining value. Retrieving says, listen, I've been spending my loot to try to level up the Devore. Also, you know, a very helpful thing, especially if you hit that RNG, because it's what, like five or 6,000 parts? So, yeah, like, you know, hey, there's... There's some value in Cosmic Cleanup for a lot of players these days. Scopely did a really good job reiterating that. I like the rare directives. I'm liking the amalgam. And now, who knows what's going to be happening with these shipskin shard trackers, but I would bet you a dollar that there is something on the horizon where players will have an opportunity to speed up that process. So I'm really, really excited about that. Ripper, what else did we see in our notes? Um notifications sent in alliance chat when someone leaves or joins uh, okay uh, i mean i could see that being helpful i mean i mean i have seen the question wait who left yeah i've seen that right yeah. regularly in, in in alliance chat so i guess that's not really a bad thing yeah yeah that's a true thing that's possible uh away team's assignments preview will display more rewards i'm not exactly sure what was going on with that but you know uh Maybe they weren't all showing, like, you know, on the assignment screen itself, but that's cool. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Can I tell you the truth? I haven't run the patch uh, update because everyone told me that they were really scared of it, Ripper. We're talking about some of the improvements, but, you know, hey, we talked about the mining thing, which really drove me nuts here a month or two ago, so I don't want to get that back. Uh, there's also some hostile display weird things. Um, everybody, not just hostiles. Oh, everybody? Is it on? Is it on your ships, too? Does it happen? It on is yeah, every 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 <laughs> name every nameplate on on ships and systems. Uh, Ever since the update, when I go into my um, events to click on like activate um, the rep events or any of the other things, I come out and it says I have no events, and then I have to come out again. Oh, you, your sense. event store tab is not populating. Yes, I've heard that as well. Yeah. I've heard that as well. Yeah, Jay Berg, I've seen images of it. I didn't. I knew it was on hostels, and I knew it was on blues. I didn't know if it was on purples and greens, so it's everything. Okay, awesome. Um, <clears throat> there you go. See, so good stuff there. That's why I, I, mean, that's I didn't do it. That's not a major annoyance for me. It's just a bit unfortunate. I don't... Well, it depends on what you're hitting, right? If you're hitting heavies versus lights in a capital system, I could imagine that that would be a little bit more difficult to read. So and that's where I do my dailies. Hence, I didn't download the patch. I haven't run it yet. Uh, I also have heard that there is a new filter being added to away team's assignments, but it's not working yet right now either. Or has that been it corrected? It is working. Yeah. It is working, but on PC, I think it's not. Oh. Um, but mobile uh, is working. Okay, good. So mobile's working. <laughs> Fantastic. It was um, working, but the indicate the labels weren't saying weren't right. Like they weren't <laughs> you know, what those, the are, those are fixed now. That's fixed now. Okay. Was there a new client update rip? Is that how people get the no, fix? No, the, 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 the missing text was just something on the server. It wasn't deployed yet. 
Okay, uh, look, there's uh, Grungandola showing that. Uh, maybe uh, Karkin or Chick, grab that image. We'll throw it in the uh, graphics room for people listening in podcasts so they can kind of see what is going on there. If you are, in fact, holding out on that patch, and maybe uh, you say it's still not working on PC. See, that's where I do most of my playing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, I, but I'll tell you this. Let, let's look at this. Is this an improvement that players will find useful. For example, what it's applying to your officer carousel are four different categories that you can filter officers in and out, including officers who are in docked ships. You can not display those officers. Uh, in deployed ships, already on assignments, or without traits. Now, I think that I could probably see a benefit for without traits, Maybe filter filter those out. I, I guess. I I just halfway wonder. Like if I know that I need Crass on an assignment, I don't want to not be able to find him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I want to know where he is. If he's on a ship, then I know I got to bring that ship home. If he's on an assignment, then I know I got to speed that one up. I don't know that I want to not see him. You know. But I mean, I guess you know that that will help some players. I I imagine. I don't know that I fit into that particular category because I, you know, I'm looking for specific officers for those away teams assignments, not just, you know. So uh, I still think like some people will find this useful. I hope that the I mean, more, more, sure. options, more options to filter is not necessarily a bad thing. No, I do agree. Be better sorting options always always a nice thing. I just wonder, you know that it, it appears to be a different or a new style of UI, Rip. So I, I just kind of wonder. I mean, that's really the only way to do what they wanted to do in this instance. Well, cool. I'm glad that they did it. Uh, I'm, I'm disappointed it didn't work right away. But if it's already fixed, then it's a non-issue. Cool. Uh, look here in the chat. Again, Server 29. Get fixed, but Server 29, loving it. Server 28, filter is cool, says Hunter. Loving it, loving it. Uh, Blackwell says, listen, the only thing you can really make it better is if the filter stayed or, or retained memory. So next time you open it, the filter will automatically you know, be what you set it as the prior mm -hmm. time, which, which would be very cool. I, yes, I, and that is, that is currently being worked on. Ooh, look at Ripper with the inside what's scoop. That's what I've been told. There you go. Okay, well, so memory on your options then, uh, Lee could be coming soon to a Star Trek Fleet Command client near you. So uh, there you go. And and again, I think just, you know, uh, I, I'll summarize. Uh, a great feature for those who will find benefit in it. And uh, if you don't like it, then uh, you don't have to use it. But uh, really, really good stuff there. Rip, what else did we have in this patch? Anything else of notable uh, importance that we should discuss? They broke the cargo hold. We again. talked about that. <laughs> Oh, I missed that? I yeah, you missed that one, yeah. How about this one? This is one that I find somewhat exciting, Ripper. They claim, and actually, you know what? I didn't even think. Is there a solo leaderboard right now? There is. No, Excretus of Borg is just a solo leaderboard, not a cross-server, is it? Dang oh, yeah, the, the names for the cross-server leaderboard. Yes, yeah. so they've got the server assets tied together so that you can now actually see names. All right, that's kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> That's they told us it's coming. They did say it was coming. I'll be honest with you. They delivered it a little bit quicker than I expected. So I'm, I'm kind of pleased to see that. If that works on the next run of the cross-server solo leaderboard and it works well and, and things are stable on the back end, then Ripper, that is just another checkmark in our roadmap towards true 
cross-server play. So I'm kind of excited about Which that. Which they have also indicated they're working on in the roadmap update, by the way. Mm-hmm. Accurate information. Cool. There you go. Then there was a whole list of bug fixes that... Uh, I'm not going to get into. Uh, we can post the link. It's actually in our Scopely Squad room right now. If you got or Scopely Announcements room rather, if you want to go through and uh, and read that stuff, that would be very very good. Um, let's talk about uh, the next thing that I want to get to here this evening. Let me find my notes here. Second, uh, you know what? I'm going to skip Second Contact Elite. Bubba Joe. Uh, had something prepared for us on that, and he had a meeting. He's going to dip back in here, hopefully, in about the next five to ten minutes. So let's talk a little bit about um, Harrison, okay? I'm going to skip forward in the show notes and probably take a break here in just a moment uh, and see uh, see what we might be able to do to get Bubba back here and talk a little bit about some of the stuff he wanted to talk about today. I'm going to let him lead the next segment as he's talking about second contact. Harrison is in the store, Ripper, which doesn't happen very often. And, you know, here's the thing. I'm glad that he's somewhat available. But, you know, this is... I think... I'm torn on this subject, okay? I I wish that he was an officer that had some type of path in the game. I don't understand how, after three and a half years, this is an officer that is still not sourceable outside of cash. I mean, you could count on one hand the number of officers whom you literally can only pay for. Technically, there were some events. Yeah, but I mean, it's been over Yearboards. a year. It's been a year yeah. now. Yeah, it's been has been a long time. I mean, we thought they were making a little bit of progress with that because they did launch a couple of events, and then they just locked him right back up. You know, and so and so then I look at this pack, and I'm looking at what is it, thirty four shards for fifty bucks? It I, used to be thirty four for hundred, so you know, that's that. <laughs> I guess. I guess, but you know what? Here's the thing. The pack is limit one, all right? Mm -hmm. I would need four of them to get to my next tier. I I can't see spending 200 bucks on a tier of this officer. I've got him to tier three. I cannot see spending $200 to get him one tier above, all right? Now, if you don't have this officer, let me say this. If you do not have this officer, if you do not own... John Harrison, then there is a pack, and I may encourage you to at least consider it, given how rare he comes along. All right, he is never here. He's never around. Look, no. at, look at Mystic Loogie. Oh, and one shard away. To be fair, Harrison is not nearly as useful as he used to be back in the day. Correct, but he is still But there are still use cases for using Harrison. Absolutely there are. All right. Uh, As a matter of fact, I've got Harrison loaded up on my sarcophagus right now. All right. He's there. Got him. Got him. All right. He's on my sarco right now. And uh, there are other uses. I use him when I'm hunting Borg. All right. So there there are some good uses here. Uh... And if you don't have him, then I would probably encourage you to to at least consider it, if for no other reason than his rarity. He's never around. He's never around. So, yeah, you know what? I'm a trader. Trader, hop up to the stage because I'm going to need your help with this next piece. Uh, add him to away team's assignments. That's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. Put him, put him in away teams. Put him 
I don't know. Is Cosmic Cleanup asking too much? Add him to the amalgam refinery? I don't know. <laughs> Do something with him. Do something with him. All right. Um, so there's that. Meta Evil Knight says, hey, DJ, by the way, what's your Borg Hunter crew using Harrison? Uh, I can tell you. So what I do is I run 5 of 11 as captain, and then I run Harrison and Old Man Mud on the sides. All right. The reason I do that is I'm getting my mitigation uh, from 5 of 11, plus I'm getting my loot bonus. I, therefore, am also getting the... Um, <clears throat> loot bonus. I said that. Oh, I'm getting the potential at double shots. Uh, I'm getting the potential at double shots for... Um, man, this is escaping me at this moment, Rip. I'm getting the potential for double shots on Old Man Mud, and then, of course, Harrison uh, ignoring uh, the shield on those board probes. So that's that's what I do there. That's what I'm, that's what I'm angling for. But uh, that being said, that is a crew that works really well. Uh, yes, retrieving Old Man Mud equals Rain Wilson Mud. And, and just as an FYI, that's not going to work for, for every single buddy. Uh, mine is pretty decently tiered. My, as a matter of fact, mine's maxed. No, he's tier four. I don't have the independent credits, Trader. I don't have the independent credits for it. So uh, I've got the shards, but he is, in fact, tier four, which has given me a 60% chance. So uh, I'm, I'm pleased with that. Uh, he does well, and and I get a good number of uh, I get a good number of kills with it. So uh, that is a crew that that I use. Yeah, Discovery Mud is what you're looking at, as opposed to Meth Head Mud. Yes, Wilkins, not the cartoon mud. All right, Old Man Mud, real TV show mud. Office Mud, Office Mud, Rain Wilson Mud. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have uh, that we can discuss here? Bubba, where's Bubba? Trader, let me ask you, since Bubba's not here. Uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, Second Contact, all right? As a matter of fact, last week uh, is the first time that it actually has presented, and we didn't have a chance to talk about it on the air last week, Trader. But Second Contact Elite just came out, all right? And um, that particular event was the first time it ran last week. And for those of you who are forgetting, let's just be super, super clear that First Contact Elite is only available... Ops 40 plus and and Cerritos tier 5 plus. All right. Right, Trader? That's it. Ops 40 plus and Cerritos tier 5 plus. Those are the requirements. And uh, if you have those two items, and let me go ahead and tell you, tier 5 on the Cerritos, not free to play. Okay? Not free to play. Uh, you're going to buy some packs if you want to do that. But uh, when you get this event, there was some conversation about whether or not it was really, you know, ultimately going to be worth it. Right, Trader? We didn't know. We saw the first event run, and uh, then there was a question about whether or not this was going to be something that, that appropriately scaled. As a matter of fact, we do sometimes see a little bit of trouble with scaling in this game. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't always doesn't always land, right? Trader, what did you see from Second Contact Elite? As a matter of fact, last Wednesday was the first run of this event, and if I'm not mistaken, you had to go kill some swarm, right? Had to go do some swarmies. Yes, yep. And this week, so we have both the solo leaderboard and the SMS, and both, in my opinion, for my level, give really great amounts of resources. My solo leaderboard gives me uh, 50 billion 
in par steel and five Beckett Mariner shards, which I think is, is decent for the effort because it's not going to take a whole lot for me to do that. And the SMS itself, also very easy, very simple. I'm pretty happy with it all, all together. That's interesting. You know, Baba had slightly different things to say about it, and I had even... <laughs> <laughs> Shocking, right? Uh, he he had a few different things to say about it, but uh, there was something interesting that we noted, Ripper, uh, when this was uh, asked about. It was inquired about, and what we had discovered was uh, that even for the fifty-plus level players, and I'm not going to focus on this all the way, but this event itself was in fact forty-plus. Um, this event trader did not pay G5 materials. Right, it was only G four and G three, which was interesting, right? Or was that modified? Yes. Okay, no. So you still only. Uh, so this this run, it's they added G five in to the Did solo they? leaderboard. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. good, Ripper. Look, see, they heard. Did they? That's amazing. Well, that's good news because there was indeed mm-hmm. a little bit of grumbling. And and understandably so. You know, we talk about event rewards all now, the time. I just want to be I just want to be clear. I'm looking at them now. The solo leaderboard has G5 in it. The SMS does not, which is kind of crappy. But which is the same as last week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's up, Bob? But listen, we, we I got I had to I had to move on to your gripe. I was going to let Trader gripe for you, but she actually okay. praised the event. She liked it. <laughs> There's nobody in my SLB bracket, so if I do one kill, I basically win. So I'm not going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Slightly different effect than what we were going for there. Okay. Um, Bubba, you had kind of a whole thing kind of prepared on this thing because the Second Contact Elite was, in fact, uh, something that we saw for the first time last week, but it did not yep. have... Um, as a matter of fact, unlike uh, or like a couple of other events, had a couple of event rewards related issues, right? We had um, the, for example, the Excretus of Borg, which is running right now, thankfully with corrected or updated rewards, because last week it ran with only G3 rewards. Even Correct. for 40 plus, it did not contain G4 rewards. And that's just a little bit counterintuitive typically what we see is we see rewards commiserate with with your ops level in most cases bubba but you guys saw an event where it was not paying uh g5 or g4 in the case of the excretus of borg event and then we had second contact elite where the sms is only paying g3 and g4 now let me set the expectation here for those of you who oh, hang on okay yeah i don't think the g i don't think the sms pays g3 i think it's just g4 Hold on. For the Cerrito? Mm, you yeah. know what? That would make sense. You want to know why? Why would that make sense? Because the event, is, the event yeah. is intended for you to upgrade your Cerritos. Well. You're already at tier five. You you're got it. Bubba, you're, you're right. I'm looking at mine, and it's just G4. You're exactly right. If it was indeed intended to upgrade the Cerritos, if you're at tier five, then you're already beyond the need for the G3 materials. Think of this like the Latinum Monday event, right, Bubba Joe? Like, it, it's only mm-hmm. given parts, right? Except in this particular case, it's giving the parts needed 
to upgrade the Cerritos and only the Cerritos. Now, you are getting some materials, which you could reallocate for other things, right? But in this sure. particular case, the Cerritos needs these specific materials. And because these specific materials are the ones that the Cerritos is calling for, that is what the event is awarding. Just like Latin Amani Monday would, in fact, award uh, divorce parts, for example. So this particular event leaving some players a little bit mystified. Maybe that's not even the exact right word, but leaving them a little bit puzzled or maybe, dare I say, disappointed, Bubba, that there's not other rewards that are available as a result of completing this event. Now, I looked at the milestones for last week. I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's just me. I don't have a Tier 5 Cerritos. All right, I just have tier one, so I didn't get the event. But when I'm looking at this, and I was talking with a player, uh, Dragon, earlier. Shout out, Dragon! When I was talking to him on the phone a little bit ago, uh, we were looking at the requirements for last week, Bubba, just to try to get a little bit of an idea about what it was going to be this week. And it seemed mm -hmm. to me that that was somewhat of a grindy event. Trader, you said it was easy, but it looked, it looked a little grindy to me because the only way you scored points was, in fact, to be supported. Right, you had well, to spend the jump juice, uh, or not the jump juice, but the uh, the the you know the support juice, the the purple goo. All right, that's what you needed. And when I was looking I just at these, reload to, go ahead. I just reload to a base system and pop my Cerritos out of the base every couple of minutes to to do it. It didn't take me very long. I mean, it, I'm not going to say it was convenient, but no worse well, than faction hunt at my level. Well, last month, last week Fair was enough. hitting swarm, correct? Last, last week, week was, was swarm. swarm. And the way that right. I looked at it, at least for my milestone, if I had had the Cerritos, it would have required 78 hostels of me. 78 level 45 swarm. All right. That's not a small number of swarm at level 45. All right. Like, as a matter of fact, that's worse than Swarm Sunday. I can do 75 hostels for Swarm Sunday, but I only have to do a few of them at 35 plus, and then I can come down and do the baby ones after that. This was 75 level 45 Swarm. Me, and, and moreover, Bubba Joe, I had to be supported. All right? I only got support for like three minutes, maybe three and a half minutes. So if I was going to do 75 hostels, I was probably going to have to support myself at least a dozen times. That's 2,900 a pop. Somebody do the math. 2,900 times, let's say 12, supports 35,000 purple goo. Now, could it have been worth it? Let's talk about the rewards, Bubba Joe. You said that the SMS was disappointing. <clears throat> disappointing in the fact that it didn't give anything outside of what was needed for the event. Trader, you also said, well, I don't know about all that because the resources looked really good. I agree with Trader. Now, great, I, I agree with both of you. Could they have included more G4 or G5 for the eligible players? Blah, blah. Of course they could have. All right, I don't, I don't discount that at all. But I'm looking at the resources, and I'm like, on." For me, it would have been 400 million Tritanium. 400 million Tritanium? No. Is that right? No, that's not right. Yeah, maybe it is. 400 million Tritanium for, for a singular event. And, and listen, as far as resources go, it's certainly a profit. 
but I would have had to spend a lot of goo. All right, I would have had to have spent it. Spent it. <laughs> you hear me, Bubba? I would have had to have spent it. Did a fair amount of blue goo or purple goo, but a hundred and fifty. No, sorry, seventy-five million dilithium, four hundred million tritanium. That to me doesn't feel bad, right? No. Bubba, are you? I mean, I mean, you guys, you guys have said that tritanium is like important to y'all, right? Yeah. So, at, for me, I get, I get four billion of it, which is one repair. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't scale right, does it? All right. So one no. repair, trader. Is that is that oh. about right? You if all the trite you got only pays for one repair of your ship. Dang on, that's stinky. Well, so. Well, yet yes and no. I mean, I suppose it depends if you're just doing it for the event and you're not grinding for any other purpose. I mean, I'm not. I, I agree with Bubba Joe, but I think the the issue that that he and I have just generally is the G5 economy. Well, again, a whale problem. I acknowledge that, with and, and to some extent, still the G4 economy. But for what it is, and the fact, like this week, for instance, it's the the um, one of the events is to grind Borg probes. Well, you got to do that for excretus of Borg, so you can double dip. And then I do my I double dip with my dailies. So I, I mean, in that sense, I'm not out much more than I would normally be, and I don't use my G5 ships to hunt Borg probes. So you know, it's a it's a dirt cheap ship there. So I, I can see both sides of it. I understand Bubba Joe and I are both I think equally frustrated about the G5 economy. But on the whole, I, I mean, it's 4 billion trit I didn't have before I did the event. And I'm going to be doing some of the grinding anyway. So, so I, I agree with everything Trader just said. And this is what I want to say about this event, right? If you have a tier five Cerritos, doing the SMS is going to, you can treat the SMS like an event, uh, like another Jelly Brawl or... Um, Parabellum, right? It's not giving as many parts and materials as those events, but it's giving specific parts and materials specific to upgrading the Cerritos, and it's giving more resources than either of those events. So in that perspective, think of it as another event to help you build your ships. My problem comes with scaling. And the fact that G4 materials don't mean as much to me as they did once, you know, back when I was in the 40s. And it doesn't scale, right? It doesn't, it's not scaling. It's not, it's not a level appropriate, right? So that's, that's my, that's my, you know, frustration. And, you know, Would one you... of the things that I, one of the things real quick, DJ, one of the things that I think is important is that I want to relate to other players. Cause I am speaking from a position of 54. So I am speaking about well problems, but one of the things I want to, you know, emphasize on people is that. When you're doing events and you're doing things and you're in your 30s or you're in your 40s and you're getting these G4 materials and these G4 parts and it's and so you're you're buying a pack or you're doing an event and you're getting these rewards, you can use those rewards for anything that you need to go do, whether it's you're building a building, you're doing a research, that sort of thing. Um, it would be like if you were 40 and events were awarding you two star. Or you were 30 and they were awarding you one star. Right. Well, well that's what, what I'm going to do with that. That's I'm, what I was I'm just going to get ready to say. That's what I was just going to ready to say. How would you look at this event differently than Latin Mining Monday, which doesn't give, you know, the materials as much as it does the specific parts. And this event does give parts, correct? 
Uh, yeah, it gives four Star Explorer parts. No, I mean, it gives Cerritos parts. No. No. <laughs> it does, if it gave more Cerritos parts, then I could say, okay, but... Okay. The, can, can I just weigh in with a, maybe a slightly different perspective on this than Bubba Joe has expressed? And that's, I think, some of the scaling that we have an issue with is we think about it, like, him, he and I specifically, we think about it as established players. We're solidly in G5. We can scrap every ship that we need or want to get G4 materials. So the G4 doesn't matter to us. G3 doesn't matter to us. But I think if you if you look, put this in the perspective of a newer player or a, you know the server that's going to open tomorrow, and when is this ship going to become available to them, and when are they going to be upgrading it, I think if you look at it from that perspective, it does make some sense to have the G4 with it. Um, it's just like any other ship now, for those of us who are the, I would call it end game players, right? The mid game resources aren't important to us. And I, so I think it's important to keep that perspective on it too, is, you know, for those newer players that are going to be adopting this, you know, six months from now, or, you know, if the game's around a year from now. Well, and and one thing to point out, and I'm seeing this in the chat, is one kind of counterpoint to to both of these arguments, or or uh, maybe Trader that it would be good for newer players, is that this particular event doesn't even present until Tier Five. Now we have said Ripper that uh, according to just kind of general conversation, uh, and and what we're seeing timeline wise, that we know when players are going to get the Cerritos. Further, we are estimating, based on our timelines, we're estimating that it will take approximately six months to get to Tier 5. Okay? Approximately six months to get to Tier 5. So uh, a true free-to-play player who's not going to spend to upgrade this ship trader aren't going to get those materials until Tier 5, which I guess is probably why Tier G3 materials aren't in it, right? Because... At that point, you're done with G3 for that ship. What is puzzling to me is yeah. that there's no Cerritos parts in it. Is there goo? Is there urbanite no. in it? Nope. No. The the regular plain old second contact SMS, the one that gives you the I don't even know what they're called. The things that you rec- that you redeem in the in the refinery store. For the support. refinery stuff. Yeah, the Cerritos yeah, refinery that, tokens. That stuff is is it. That's the, the only place where you get goo and parts, resources. which is available yes. to anybody who owns the ship, right? Yes. Yes. That's interesting, Rip. I kind of feel like we knew that now that I'm hearing it back, but it is interesting mm-hmm. that they're using the terminology that, you know, it's it's to upgrade the ship, but there's no parts and there's no goo. It has I mean, I'm not going to lie. It would be nice to have more parts in it. Seems like it should. Or any parts in it. <laughs> it's, an, it's an elite event. It should have a little bit more in it, I would think. It wouldn't hurt to be able to do a double refine a couple of times a week, right? Like, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I would love for it to have 7,000 more pieces, but I mean, even if it just had say three or 4,000 more pieces, being able to do a double refine a couple of times would be awesome. Let me, let me ask this. Uh, Does the, does the um, Cerritos refinery ripper and and again, I apologize. I'm just not remembering this. I know that you've told me this, that does 
scale up by tier of the ship, right? So you're getting more yes. parts, Bubba. As you tier mm -hmm. the ship up, you're getting more parts. So it's scaling yeah. with the tier of the ship in that form. So you are getting more parts, and are you getting more goo, or is it the same amount of goo? Uh, you don't get the stuff to use your Cerritos. You don't get that in the refinery. It's the Cerritos parts and the research particles. So the goo, the goo is just like the mycelium. So there's mm -hmm. a fixed amount that you can have, and when you fall below that amount, you can redeem for another six thousand each day. I kind of, I kind of feel like this might have ended up being a little bit more complicated than it needed to be. <laughs> Shocking, um, but but in all fairness, Ripper, I, I'm 99% certain this was as designed because this all sounds vaguely familiar. It's been a very yeah, long it, month. This is, this is as intended. Yeah, it, it's been a very long month. Whether that, that intention is good or bad, yeah. different story. <laughs> I'm 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 remembering things as you're talking, Bubba Joe, and I'm like, oh, okay, I think I did know that, but it's kind of slipped my mind. Uh, because it's been such a crazy month, but um, the the Cerita, second contact elite was just for uh, I guess bonus materials and resources uh, necessary to upgrade the ship. But I, I see what you're saying. It'd be nice to have rewards that that seem relevant to to your position. Uh, I get that, and you know if it had more Cerritos parts or something like that, uh, so be it. I will say this though, um, you know as far as second contact goes. I've been pleased with the actual Cerritos refinery. Uh, it hasn't paid me stupid good, but it's paid me okay, Bubba. But I have screenshots from no less than three or four people with significant officer pulls. Uh, as a matter of fact, if I go in, I can't remember. It's a, a listener of the show. Very, uh, very here, very commonly. Sorry, I can't remember your name right off the bat. But went in and, and pulled something like 40 shards does that sound right is that even an option let me take a look here real quick um 60 got 60 shards of mariner which is phenomenal from a daily refine imagine being able to get 60 shards of tos kirk you know <laughs> i'm you know the odds are are low obviously but that's that's i'm satisfied with with that availability um you know so uh, also, regarding Cerritos, I will uh, point this out because this happened since the last time we were on the air, Bubba Joe. We had suggested that they unlock that first level of research and just give everybody that first 90%. How about Scopely coming back out and saying, okay, listen, maybe maybe this wasn't quite as big as what we expected it to be, so here's a bonus 100%. Kind of good, right? Uh, I was having a conversation yep. earlier today with a player who said, hey, does this go away when I start doing my research, or is this just like a freebie uh, to to players who are being supported? And and Ripper, you could confirm for me, but this is in fact a supported base buff of one hundred percent to damage, uh, meaning that if you do that first level of research and it unlocks another ninety percent, then that level one research and you being supported is giving you a 190% uh, to base damage uh, weapons damage output or bonus there, Bubba Joe. And that's good. I mean, really, 190% right out the get-go. And listen, even if you have zero research, you're getting 100%. Let's talk mm -hmm. about what 100% means. All right? Uh, crazy Chicken, your best ship that you're flying right now. What is it? It's an Enterprise, right? If I'm not mistaken. Really? 
Ah, uh, the jelly. You know what? Not a good example. Let's use the Enterprise. I'm kidding. Uh, we'll use the jelly. Enterprise uh, <laughs> You know what? Let's let's demonstrate both of them. All right. We'll demonstrate both of them. Let's take a look at an Enterprise. What's your tier on your Enterprise? I am tier five. Tier five. All right. Uh, so let's just assume right now that it's a naked five. Okay, and that we do not have any weapons. So your min max damage on your primary energy weapon is 15,200 to 18,300. Uh, Ripper, can you tell us what 100% damage buff would be to that singular weapon on that singular ship? The numbers you just said. You got it. Let's call it an average of probably 16,500. Bubba Joe, does that sound about fair? It's got a span of about three grand right there. So we'll call it an average of 16,500, Chick. 16,500 per shot, per weapon, per round for the entire duration of your support. All right? Doesn't sound like a lot, 16,500, but it's 100% damage. 100%. K21 says it's a glorified exocomp. I'm not going to disagree with you. As a matter of fact, it lasts even less time than an exocomp. All right? But, Trader, what would you just write in the chat? I like it. I'll let you say it. Sure, I can accept it's an exocomp, but it's an exocomp I can share. It's an exocomp that you can give to people. All right? Moreover, if they have started doing their own research, they're going to get a heck of a lot more. I mean, that first mm -hmm. level one research at 90%. K21 says it barely does anything to people without research. It's 100%. I mean, it's better than any research in that tree. All right? And absolutely, it helps with armadas. It helps with punching up. Listen, how many people have been punching up with this thing? I'm not saying that it's the end-all, be-all, breaking the game, blah, blah, blah. All right? But it is tangibly, mathematically, numerically, Bubba Joe, making a difference. And we're seeing it. Trader, I told you that I could get two extra heavies with it. That has not proven to be as reliable. I think I might have gotten lucky with some crits. But it's definitely five. And in some cases, I can squeeze out a sixth one. And I'm talking capital city you heavies. And, and my alliance has been testing it. You know, I've been, like, doling out the, the goo to boost people so they can test it. And, and my 39, level 39 players are seeing a difference in their gameplay and the hostiles they can hit and the armadas that they can hit and the damage that they're doing. And I'm, I'm all for that. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I said it before. Like Fury Godmother, you know, sitting back here handing out, you know, boosts to all my all my alliance members. I love it. Well, uh, that was what so a player was telling me earlier today. He was running an armada, and it was a fifteen minute armada timer. Bubba Joe, he had time to support like three of his players. You know, between the cooldowns and the time that he had left and all that stuff. Um, because I, I, I think he said he was already at tier five which was a five-minute timer, right, ish. I think five minutes and 20 seconds for you guys. Uh, so he was able to support three players with a two-minute cooldown to get them to have the benefit against that armada. That's substantial when you add 190%, plus maybe even more research because there's armada research in there too, Bubba. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So I, the only fear I have is, is like Trader said, it's, it's being seen. It can be relevant. It can, you know... It can matter. So what I've heard is people are able to punch up where they haven't been before. Matters a lot for armadas. I've heard some really amazing armada stories. My only real fear is that 
there's something wrong. Something wrong. Not and don't it's you, working don't too well. Oh, well, now listen, we said this in the beginning, all right? We said that, right, Ripper, they claimed that there was a damage buff. And we said, show me the money, right? We couldn't see it. We said, show us the money. Because until, and, and I said this, I'm, I'm on air. I'm quoted as saying, until you can, until I can tangibly see it, until Ripper can show me evidence that it exists, I disavow its presence. Because it wasn't visible. We couldn't see it. Well, Scopely heard that, Bubba. Then they went back. Who knows what it was? How, but Rip, <laughs> if you couldn't even find it mathematically, I'm going to put money on it was like I didn't one percent. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look at panel reports. I looked other places. Well, I'm going to go with like one percent, two percent, something redonkulous, Bubba Joe. That's what I'm going with. Like Maybe ten percent. All right, it was something bad. Okay. They jacked it up to 100%. They had to have known. I mean, they that's what they said, even behind closed doors to us, right, Rip? They wanted it to be felt. They mm-hmm. wanted it to be tangible. They wanted it to be noticeable. And and I might even, gosh, it's been 10 days since I've been here, Bubba Joe. I've forgotten how to beat the cynic. All right, here I am, Captain Schillmeister. Bubba, they gave us the test drive we've been asking for. Maybe oh, not in no, no, no. maybe not and, in owning the ship, but and that that is absolutely fantastic, right? That was exactly the point we said when we had that first podcast. Is like you got to give people a test drive, you got to let them see what they're getting for this benefit. Exactly, right? So mm-hmm. I've taken the test drive, and I test drove the uh, the uh, custom uh, V twelve <laughs> Mustang on your lot. And I can't even buy that one from you. Cause all you have is all you actually sell is a regular V eight. Right. My concern is they gave us the test drive. Now don't nerf anything. It, whatever is working, keep it working. <laughs> if there are things that are not working, go ahead and make them work, but don't break anything. Ripper. Do you think uh, one of the complaints that the community had Bubba when exocomps came out, as they said, it's not good enough, right? I mean, that's what you said. It's not tangible. It's temporary. It, it should be bigger than what it is because it will run out, right? And we see this, this, this feature here that is arguably not doing anything mechanically different than an exocomp although i would argue that the numbers that the bonuses are in fact better than a lot of exocomps in a, in a lot of cases i mean you know exocomps might get you an extra 80 percent of damage or 100 percent damage and here right off the bat level one research we're getting 190 percent on the other hand k21 says listen i may not have been the biggest fan of exocomps but exocomps lasted an hour not three minutes or five minutes. So is it necessarily a bad thing, Bubba Joe, that we are seeing more tangible results, seeing more pronounced impact, knowing that it can only last three or four minutes? So I'll tell you why the Cerritos, even in three or four minute windows, is better than Exocomps. Because you do it intentionally, I guess? You, you hit the button? 
because I don't have to go back <laughs> to my station to engage ah, the stupid thing. There you go. Well, now, hello. In fairness, you don't have to do that on the combat exocomps either. All right. I told you from the beginning, I felt like this was was very like written like a combat exocomp. Guys, just, just in case y'all forgot, it's only the station and the galaxy exos that you have to redock for. The combat ones will work in real time. All right. So if you pop one 10 seconds before an armada and you pop the armada boost, you're going to get that. All right. And I would tell you again, DJ, no, they do not work like an exocomp. I, I, okay. Ripper keeps telling me I'm wrong. But, but, but in, in practice, okay. And, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's how they're coded. I'm just like, that's what it feels like to me, Ripper. I know I keep saying that and I keep driving you nuts with that, but that is what it feels like. I have okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. It's just, you know, I know things and I know that's not. <laughs> Ripper knows things, Bubba Joe. All right, and those things would give you, those things would disturb you in your sleep. All right, the I thing actually, I actually meant one thing to Bubba Joe earlier today, DJ. The, the, the thing we talked about. That thing that we yes. talked about for like four hours. All right, yes. we're not going to get into it today. Not today. <laughs> I need more evidence. I need more evidence. Okay. See, but no, that gone at Ripper. You said I don't want to bring it up yet. This is just like the truncate. This is like the truncation thing. Okay, you said don't do I it. Didn't. <laughs> I, I did not go in any details whatsoever. I just said we, we <laughs> talked about a thing. That doesn't mean that nobody knows what it is. That thing. That thing. That thing. Obviously, that, that thing. thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, listen, yeah, where's the decimal? Who knows? It's gone. It just got tossed out. All right. Uh, listen, we can continue, uh, this debate on, on Cerritos, uh, if you want, uh, coming up on the other side of the break, Bubba Joe, we do have one or two other things that I'd like to get to, but, but we can come back to this. Uh, I, I want to spend some time teaching today on lower decks officers. We've done some math, uh, and we've done some scenario pre uh, preparing for you guys. Where is Mariner best utilized where is boimler best utilized and badgy these officers only function on the lower deck bubba joe but is that's it not a, true it, okay yeah that's not true <laughs> that's not true okay you're right it's not it's not true uh listen. definitely put them in the captain's chair do you know that not the way as, to go i was gonna say no, you can put them in the captain's no, chair their officer ability and their lower decks ability no, will still work their lower deck no, ability will not home. work the lower deck ability will not work if they're on the bridge. Let me let me tell you, folks. These three officers do not belong on the bridge. I know they have officer abilities. Don't put them there. Okay? Don't put them there. Don't do it. There's so many other better uses. And we're going to tell you about it coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs on our first show back in almost two weeks, Bubba Joe. Appreciate you and Trader Ripper, Crazy Chicken, Stevens Aaron Karkin, and Captain Mark V. Ready hanging out on the stage as well. And uh, we come back to all of them right after this break right here on Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from CrotchGuard, the spray that protects pants, slacks, and skirts against overly friendly dogs. It's time now for Stoned Movie Reviews. Stoned Movie Critics for Stoned Movie Goers. Welcome to Stoned Movie Reviews. <laughs> he just said that. You're an echo, man. The announcer just said that, didn't <laughs> An echo. Get an it? echo. Echo. An echo. Echo. <laughs> what movie are we reviewing this week? Can I get back to you on that? You forgot! <laughs> 
He forgot. How about Earth to Echo? <laughs> we ain't doing Earth to Echo, man. Hey, I know. Let's review Fear of Loathing, man. Remember that movie from the 90s? I didn't like that movie. So is that your review? I ain't afraid of loathing. Are you? No. It should be Fear of Bad Movies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Join us again next week on Stoned Movie Reviews when we talk about another, another movie. movie. <laughs> Echo. Echo. Easter's been here all my life. Now I'm grown up with a wife. So hungry man Might raid the kids baskets That could start a fight They'll both blow a gasket Oh candy Well you came for my kids But I ain't you And it wasn't okay Oh candy First a Hershey and Twix That I'm taking Then a big Milky Way Oh candy Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person here on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And uh, earlier today, Bubba Joe, I'm having a conversation with Ripper. Again, we spent a few hours just catching up. He's my buddy. He's my friend. And, and I felt like I really hadn't talked to him in like a week. You you either, Bubba. Of course, we got to chat a little bit over the last couple of days. But Ripper, I don't... like. When I, it's late in the day. See, you're three hours behind me. Ripper's six hours in front of me. So I can talk to you, and it's not super late for you. Because I think you and I were even talking last night, Bubba Joe. It was late for you. It was midnight, right, that you and I were chatting last night. See, Ripper and I can't chat at my 3 a.m. Because for him, it's 9 (laughs) a.m. And I was. was He's working. I was up this morning at 3.30 in the morning uh, doing stuff. And uh, so... Yeah, just do stuff. Anyway, uh, one of the things so that we before, were talking about. Go ahead. Before before I stay on the stage, can can we have pineapple on pizza, or do I have to leave again? Oh, good Lord, love of God. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'll go with you if we have to leave. You and me can start our own pineapple pizza show. You're out of here. You know what I feel. You know what I feel about that. Here's what I feel about that. Here's here's exactly what it makes me do. Okay, right here. 
<laughs> that's that's what it is right there. Pineapple on pizza. That's what it does. All right. Uh, no, one of the things we were talking about was music. You guys know that poor criminal ripper, buddy. He he just can't take the music that we play on this show. He can't do it. He says over and over. He's like, God, DJ, your music is awful. Well, I'm going to give you a little bit of a glimpse into uh, a conversation that happened in the developer chat, by the way, with our brand new community manager. His name is Echo. 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 Uh, our new community manager who made his appearance today uh, in the official Discord, and it just wasn't enough time. I really tried, Bubba Joe, to get him just to pop in, just to say hello. Um, but do you, do you guys remember, go back in time when Panic was here and uh, the first one or two shows we did with him, we had to tape them. You remember, Bubba Joe? This might have been before you were around. We had to tape the first couple of shows with, uh, with Panic because his bosses didn't trust me. Right? <laughs> they didn't trust me. They didn't trust us. They didn't trust people, any of us. Who can ask them questions. Yeah, they didn't trust us. Um, but, you know, we did a couple of shows, Bubba, and, it kinda, and, and Panic also said, listen, I got control over this. I can handle this. So then he started coming on and visiting us live, which was phenomenal. We had a lot of fun with Panic. Panic, um, to this day, you know, remains a guy that I'm pretty close to. I know that he had his shortcomings as a CM and, and you know, this or that. But I also think he was just a fantastic guy. I really enjoyed Panic. Um, and that tell the difference between resources and materials. <laughs> that's right. And, <laughs> and, and uh, he has never eaten nachos with a fork, apparently. Um, funny. I actually listened back to that. It, it, you know what? Crazy enough, Karkin. I did listen back to that here just like a week or two ago. Kind of made me tear up a little bit. Just missing my buddy. Good episodes. Yeah. yeah there was some great stuff there with panic. He, he was full of passion. He was very, very full of passion. And, and I miss, I miss that level of excitement in a CM. Then, uh, we got Aries and Aries was just a workhorse, man. He worked hard, but he was not as much of a public entertainer, Bubba Joe. Like, he was not super... He came on our show, I think, once or twice. But, you know, he told me after that, you know, this is just not really my thing. This is not my bag. Um, it, it, you know, there's a language barrier issue also, Bubba. He, he felt like he couldn't communicate with all of us as well as he wanted to because, you know, he was trying to think of the words. and and uh, But he was great. Now, I'll tell you, he was a workhorse, Bubba Joe. He wasn't as public all right he wasn't as visible but he worked really hard we made tremendous tremendous strides in this game as far as communication as far as player advisory panel i mean he got that off the ground bubba all right all those years i've been i've been crying out for a player advisory panel and he and he made it happen he worked really hard on the backside. you guys didn't see as much of it but he worked hard so then uh, several months ago, he decided to depart and, and we were left without a community manager uh, for the general population. I know that, uh, that there were some players who still had, there were still some other staff that were handling some players, but um, there was really nothing in the official Discord. So uh, this guy, Echo, comes in to the developer chat here a couple of, what, I guess maybe, uh, what, Ripper, two weeks ago? And introduces himself. and Yeah, one uh, or two weeks, I think. Yeah, maybe 10 days, something like that, and introduces himself. And, and immediately, Bubba, 
we can tell that this guy has the energy like Panic had. Like, he is chatting with all of us. He's talking about crazy stuff. We've already met his dogs. We know what music he listens to. As a matter of fact, that's where this long story is going to wrap up, Bubba Joe. We're going to talk to you more about Echo. As a matter of fact, he has confirmed, Bubba, that he will be stopping on the show at some point within the, the next seven to ten days. All right? We don't know yet if it's going to be this coming weekend or if it's going to be next week. But the reason I tell you that, Bubba, is because, like has happened previously, his, uh, his superiors are wanting him to carefully approach that menacing, evil interviewer, Ultimate DJs, uh, and they're going to make me pre-record our first one. So um, we're going to be working on that hopefully later this week or early next week. And, uh, and we will be bringing him on the show to introduce to you guys. But where I was going with that story, Bubba Joe, is that he was sharing with us some of his, some of his favorite music. And it appears to be very much like 90s dance, right? Like I played these songs. Yes. And by the way, I saved the, the Echo commercial because I, I was hoping he was going to be here today. Today was the day. So I saved that because I thought it was kind of funny. Anyway, um, so these songs are, are in dedication to the developer chat because there were a couple of guys in there, a couple of devs that were talking about some of the music. And uh, Mr. Vane was one. And I've got one coming up for the next break, Bubba Joe, that I guarantee you guys haven't heard in 20 years. All right. If you have, then you love the 90s on 9 station. But Ripper hates it. <laughs> Ripper hates it, Bubba Joe. What? R- Ripper was in the chat. He was like, oh my God, this is also garbage. Here we're all throwing out music and songs from the 90s. Even Rev Deuce is in on the action. Rev Deuce, who, by the way, listen, is he still on the air? I need somebody just to, to make sure. It doesn't matter who. Just pop onto the chat and just say, Shania Twain is not an oldie. Okay, Rev? You kid? You child? You big man child? He says Shania Twain is an oldie. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. I agree. Certainly not. Okay. No. Caliber says it is. No. Get out. <laughs> Get out. All right. Shania Twain is not an oldie. Anyway, that's what that's what Rev claims. All right. But but all this music is coming through the developer chat. And, and Ripper's like, this is all terrible. I mean, Ripper was like Eeyore. Bubba Joe sitting in this conversation. <laughs> he was like Eeyore. He's like, that's awful. That's terrible. This music's garbage. I mean, he he was not feeling it. Ripper, I told you today that this was the music that I was gonna play, and you were like, Oh I mean God. At at the point where someone posted Ariana Grande, I was just like, yikes. Okay, well now listen, that one. That one, I, I, I'll toss that one. Okay, someone did post an Ariana Grande song, Bubba Joe. I didn't pay any attention to that one, okay? I, I, I let that one slide. That was an X, all right? But there was some other good stuff, all right? There was <laughs> Ariana Grande, I know. But there was some good stuff in there, and I've got one coming up uh, for our next commercial break, too. It's going to be fun. I haven't heard it in a long time, and I was like, ooh, 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 it's good! And Ripper's like, oh, God, stop. So Yeah, I mean, not, not a secret, we, we, Yours and my mu- taste in music is is uh, different. And you want me to live with you? We, you would kill me. All right, you would kill me. I would have like freaking Michael Jackson and the YMCA jamming out in your backyard, and you would commit murder. That's, that's, that's the thing. 
You, as a matter of fact, you would leave the the pizza oven on accidentally and burn me to death in my sleep because my music was up too loud. <laughs> That's what would happen. What does Ripper like? Ripper likes electronic synth, uh, like electronic uh, chill, electronic jazz, and and but which is funny that he doesn't like the '90s. Bubba Joe, because there was a lot of electronic synth in the 90s, even in the 80s, which, by the way, he says he likes the 80s, but hates the 90s. Now, granted, there is a different sound, but it's still it's a lot a of electronic. Sound. It's still a lot of electronic. I'm just saying. Um, a couple of announcements real quick before we get into the next piece of our segment uh, that we got on Lower Deck Officers, because uh, I see it in the chat. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, Robotech fan says, hey, DJs, how frequently are you going to do Twitch? So, Bubba Joe, we've launched a Twitch channel. Um, I have not publicly really announced it yet. I guess maybe we're doing that right here. Uh, we have finally launched a Twitch channel after tons and tons of people have asked for it. Rev tells me I'm crazy. Snake Eyes tells me I'm crazy that I haven't done it yet. So, we have launched a, a Twitch channel. Now, what I want to make players completely and one hundred percent as if you were stressed about it, okay? Because I, well, I have had one or two people send me messages, Bubba Joe, like, "Listen, that man, don't give up the podcast. I love the podcast. That's why I started listening. It gives me time to listen in my car. It gives me time to listen when I'm at work or when I'm working out. Like, it's such a convenient format. And we are not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. This podcast has always been and will always be." My number one, my this is my baby. I'm a radio guy through and through. This is my baby. I ain't going nowhere, folks. Okay, this right here, the the uh, the podcast is here. Okay, um, we've always used. Well, we started the YouTube channel. What I guess almost two years ago, Bubba, just to kind of do some shorts and our Arcfall video and even a stream here or there. To, to let players kind of see what we were talking about or teach or demonstrate or show off some stuff or whatever. Uh, and we will still continue to do that, Bubba Joe. Uh, we will continue to, to utilize our YouTube channel. As a matter of fact, we are continuing our push on YouTube for 10,000 subscribers. As a matter of fact, Bubba, I got to be honest with you. This is exactly why we are branching out and launching into a new medium here with Twitch is to simply help grow our YouTube platform, which is established and you guys love it and it's been here for two years and we love it and we ain't going anywhere on that. Our YouTube will stay intact. Um, And I remind you, Bubba Joe has agreed to donate $1,000 when we get to 10,000 subs. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> you, you might not remember. It was late. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we we are uh, no. In all seriousness, uh, I I don't think that I, I I'm pretty sure we've mentioned this uh, before. Maybe, but maybe just on the YouTube channel. No, you, you you have mentioned it, mm-hmm. uh, but not that I was donating it. That's that's the part that <laughs> oh the, the fine print. Sorry, co-host responsibilities. <laughs> oh, right. okay. Yeah. Well, sure. Sure. It, it's that's, like it's like at the car lot yeah. when you hire a new salesperson. He sells his first car. He has to buy blizzards for everybody. That's the rules. Does anybody have a work rule like that? Like the newbie that comes in. All right, and something they they pass their test. They get their license. They sell a car. Whatever. All right, uh, something like that happens, then they have to buy the entire dealership lunch. Okay, that's right. Lunch shouts, says Stevens Aaron. That's what's uh, that's what's going to happen. So, 
Welcome to the team, Bubba Joe. Uh, now, in all seriousness, uh, when we do get to ten thousand, it's, it's a steep welcome to the team versus. That's a very expensive blizzard. You buy for a thousand. Good God, how much cookie dough is in that thing? Um, he's buying cookie dough for all of you. Okay, that's what's happening. Uh, no, when we get to ten thousand subs, everybody, ten thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel, we will, in fact, hear me, people. We are giving away one thousand dollars in in-game currency one thousand dollars not not in currency i ain't trying to, i'm not cheaping out scopely ain't doing this we are buying one thousand dollars worth of packs for you vaults of latinum for everyone vaults of latinum for 10 people is what we're doing yes uh, uh we haven't yet decided because we're not quite there we got a little bit of work to do we're at like 7700 so we got 2,300 subs to go, Bubba Joe. But I'm here to tell you, 10,000 subs, and we will indeed be buying uh, $1,000 in packs for winners of this show. Jif Boo from Server 52 says, Listen, DJs, pretty sure you covered this in a previous show. It isn't buying packs for other people a violation of TOS. No, only if they give me the money and I let them raid me. I think it's the only way, to, the only way that happens um no in all seriousness i don't think I, don't, I really don't think there's a problem with that and besides i'm an official content creator and and scopely is probably not going to say don't take your money to give away to our players on the other hand i'll check it out with legal thanks jeff boo for pointing out that we could potentially face a problem there we'll see all right uh but <laughs> we'll, we'll see what's happening there i i don't expect a problem bubba joe scopely's gonna be like you're gonna give a thousand dollars to the players okay cool as long as we don't have to so um, just make sure it's Oliver's STFC account that's donating to the players just in case there's a problem. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Dude, that was my kid. He's only six. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. Oliver, give me my wallet back. Give him, give me my city card. <laughs> How'd you get my city card? But daddy, you said it was 2% cash back. All right. Good boy. All right, um, so yeah, 10,000 subs. We're going to give away $1,000 in cash, and we will be uh, broadcasting on Twitch from time to time, Bubba Joe. As a matter of fact, I, I've done two already, which are, are very non-public, like we just did um, to kind of hang out and test the platform and this and that. Um, and I may, I told Ripper, there's a 50-50 shot that I may do an impromptu uh, stream tonight because we've gotten some new tech. Uh, this has been expensive, Bubba. I'll tell you. Like, when Twi was the second one? Twitch is no joke. Uh, it was what? Monday night or Tuesday night? And I only did like 50 minutes. I just came on, uh -huh. did a real quick thing, and I got off. Um, and fortunately, here on the podcast, when I say things like that, Bubba Joe, people can't clip it. Uh, I will say on Twitch, there ended up being... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah, I will say, there ended up being like 10 different clips of highly inappropriate things that came out of that last uh, Twitch stream. So uh, you guys enjoy that. We'll Only be using 10? It. Uh, for those of you who like Twitch, we will be using that a little bit more. Um, and uh, for those of you who prefer the mediums that we've already got, we will continue to maintain those as well. All right? So uh, we're just providing you more content, working harder over here at Talking Trek, and working uh, to bring you more and better. And uh, we're really excited about what we're going to do on Twitch. And it's not been it's not been easy, Bubba. I've spent tons of time, like hours and hours. I spent five hours yesterday just working on like overlays and stuff. And it's been expensive, man. Twitch, you you can't just go on Twitch and like just start. Like you got to get what? some stuff. 
You gotta get a, you gotta get a little stuff. Ripper told me today, he's like, listen, I know some people in there who don't do nothing, and they're pretty successful, and that's probably true. I'm sure that there are some people out there, but but there's some really good looking, there's some really good looking streams out there, and uh, and I don't want to go in there looking all disheveled, Bubba. I mean, I'm gonna clean myself up. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a bath. I'm make my fur really nice and shiny. I might even put on a bell collar. Okay, show up and like like look really nice. That's my plan. Might even so ditch the beer helmet. Expensive though, because I've had to buy things that I don't know how to make myself. <laughs> what did you buy? Like some overlays and Twitch panels and widgets and things. Uh. <laughs> Are you hearing? He's not happy about it. Um, he, you know, listen, Ripper. This is why companies make money selling convenience. Because people like me can't do it. All right. I know. That's the thing. Yeah, Ripper, Ripper's going to say, I could have done that. I mean, I'm, you know, but it's okay. It's it's okay. I'm having fun with it. We'll see if the community you has fun. got to feed the economy. Yeah, that's we'll it. see, we'll see the if the community grows. has fun with it, okay? That's why, yeah, there was pain in that side. You're right, Captain Planet. He's He is despairing. He's like, listen, that's money you could have put in your move to Germany fund. And uh, you spent yeah. it on Twitch panels. All right, uh, Bubba Joe, let's get back to business here because uh, we've got uh, a little over an hour left. Baseball game tonight. Very excited to go. Um, here's what we got going on. Lower Decks officers. Let's talk about these, these three kitty cats here, Bubba Joe. We've got Epic Beckett Mariner. We've got Rare Brad Boimler. And we have Uncommon Killer Psycho Badgie. Now, real quick, has everybody finished the missions? Anybody anybody not finished the missions yet? Because I, I want to give a spoiler, but I don't want to give a spoiler. Nope, Karthak says nope. Okay, uh, maybe I shouldn't. You know, I will say, Bubba. Is the event for the missions part over? Yes. Then he has no right to, for, to hold on to. <laughs> I say so, go for it. Karthak, you're... you're, you're... Still that side mission, DJ. Which one is it? Is it for, from the from main ones or the side mission? Well, none of it. All right? None of it. I've done all the missions. Let me double check, maybe, just in case I'm missing something. No, I mean, like, the the spoiler you were going to give. It's, that's my point, Ripper. That's exactly my point. We got an officer this month, Bubba Joe. And he's awesome. I'm pretty sure a lot of people haven't finished the side missions yet. Well, then let me, let me just go ahead and ruin your day. Okay? Listen. First of all, first of all, the missions were spectacular. I'm not going to ruin anybody's day. All right. The missions are spectacular. I encourage you to finish them up, read them, laugh out loud. They were so good. You know what's interesting to me, Bubba Joe? Not, can I say this, Ripper? It's okay, right? Not a single mention of Badgie. We got an officer, Bubba Joe. And in this month's arc, not a single appearance by arguably the most exciting character to hit this game. I am not being sarcastic. Badgie is flipping exciting to me. All right. I, DJ, uh, DJ, mm, there's a reason for that. Why? Badgie's not real. Badgie is real. Stop it. <laughs> Ruined my childhood. All right, for the, like the last. He's as two real years. <laughs> as Robert Picardo's character portrayal of Doctor of the Doctor in Voyager. He's as real as Data. 
He's as That's real as right. Thank no, preach, preach, Cargan, preach. All right. What about what about uh, the, what about the, the, the hollow doctor, what, but not data? What about no, the data is real? All right, Edgy, not real. All right, holodeck doctor uh, or holodeck singer in Deep Space Nine. What was his name? Come on, the holodeck singer. He Vic never Fontaine. chose a name. He actually chose a few different names, but uh, the doctor. Robert Picardo. The hologram Deep Space Nine was Vic Fontaine. That's right, Vic Fontaine. Oh, Vic. All right. Yeah. What about, what about, uh, what was it, like the second? It was the Binar episode in TNG when Riker didn't have a beard. How about that? What was her name? Minuet. 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 Okay. Listen, these people are real. How about real. the hologram they made to fight Data? Uh, what about? The, um, Moriarty. Uh, Moriarty. Moriarty. That's right. You got that one. You've got, you've got, um, uh, Lieutenant Barkley's entire life in there, okay? It, like I say his entire life because it was like his, in, his entire <laughs> life. Uh, so you got... Lady's girlfriend. You got Leah some Braun. real characters there, all right? And I was extremely disappointed, extremely disappointed to see that this entire arc went by. We got this officer. I was... Listen, if there's one thing, Scopely, I'm going to complain about with the missions... It's that you did not incorporate your your most exciting ca- character this month. I mean, Badgie is awesome, and he was nowhere to be found, Bubba no. Joe. They had Beckett. No. Badgie. Badgie. All right. He was not anywhere here. Now, obviously, they foreshadowed him, Robotech, and I don't disagree with that, but, I mean, come on. Come on, man. Give me Badgie. Let's talk about these officers, Bubba Joe, Badgie, Beckett, I, I, and why Brad. Why are you so excited about Badgie? Why are you so excited about Badgie? He's an epic character. Like, listen, if they had made him epic, I would have been fine with it. <laughs> Straight up. He's probably the most hilarious character in the entire in the entire series. I Listen, I love Beckett Mariner. She's awesome, right? But Badgie, listen, this is a show about villains. All right? I was talking to Ripper earlier. Like... Agamus, what a great character he was. He was great in the show. He's great in these missions. All right. Uh, Badgie, another one. Great in the show. Not in the missions. All right. Uh, it does bring up a piece of hypothesization, hypothesization, uh, theory crafting that I'll, that I want to do here in just a minute. But let's talk about, uh, let's talk about these officers. Okay. How can you use them? Where is the best place to use them? When should they be used? And what is the sacrifice of using them? Let's start here. Let's take a look at uncommon badgie, uncommon badgie. Ha ha. You're going to die. He says that's his under deck ability, below deck ability, increasing armor penetration, shield penetration, and accuracy. By 13% at Tier 1. This is very, very small. Right, Bubba Joe? Tier 1, 13%. He doesn't really have a whole lot of stats. As a matter of fact, if you were to put him in an underdeck slot, you're probably costing yourself thousands of stat points. Right? I mean, you put him in an underdeck slot as a Tier 1 uncommon, you're costing yourself thousands of points in stats. Tell me two scenarios, Bubba Joe, in which stats actually matter. Just two. Where'd you go, Bubba? What? Right. I'm sorry. Jeez. Two scenarios. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
two scenarios in in which statistics matter on a ship. If you put Badgie in a lower deck spot, you're going to mm-hmm. arguably you're going to sacrifice statistics points, right? You're going to yes. give up somebody better to put Badgie down there, and it's only thirteen percent boost to piercing. All right. When are the are the two scenarios in which under deck slots don't matter? Blue Mandalorian is hilarious. Um, if you right have now. maximized, if you have maximized your ship ability already, okay, that's one. What's the second? I'll jump um, in and I'll say just to save Bubba. I'll say that you're not using any stat officers. There you go. Bubba Joe is so whaley that he forgot that stats even exist. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Um, yeah, Bubba. If if I'm not using any officers that need stats. And my ship bonuses are there. Then what do I need an underdeck slot for? I mean, how many times have you flown a ship with no underdeck? <clears throat> I've done it. Almost every single one of my miners fly without an underdeck, or maybe one or two uncommon officers just to get my ship bonuses. And after that, I don't care. I leave all kinds of spots under uh, empty on the underdeck. Blue Mandalorian says, "Ah, uh-uh, Karkin's wrong." Scenario one: Star Trek Fleet Command. Scenario two: Sports ball. <laughs> maybe maybe accurate all right but yeah listen when you got your officer boost your ship stats boost for those abilities like the 300 percent or the 350 or the 450 whatever your ship is that you're using then you don't need it and if you don't use an officer ability that is reliant on stats then you don't need that there so let me ask you what is the number one most commonly used crew combination crazy chicken coming to you coming to you crazy chicken the number one most commonly used officer combination that does not rely on stats pike moreau chen pike moreau and chen pike moreau chen that doesn't sound right bubba let's check it out pike is giving a boost to all the other officer abilities, and he's giving a boost to ship XP. Meh. Chen is giving a damage reduction. All right, it's a flat percentage. And Moreau is giving a percentage, a flat percentage, of um, lowering the opponent's mitigation. Right? Anything yep. there rely on stats? Anything at all? Nope. No defense, no health, no attack? All right. So... Nope. So, let's look. Wait a second. Wait a second, crazy chicken. You just said Pike Moreau Chen. Well, Moreau is reducing the opponent's mitigation basically to the game's minimum, right? Is that what Moreau is doing? Or what's Moreau actually doing? Because I'm misleading you. No, let me pull up her card. Let me read it to you. She's working with Pike. Moreau decreases the armor piercing, shield piercing, and accuracy of the hostiles by 70%. Karkin, what does that mean? What is Moreau actually doing? The enemy no longer has any ability to pierce your mitigation, which hasn't changed. Which does what? Its piercing has changed. What what is that Lowers, doing? To or increases your um, <sighs> mitigation percentage. You got it. That's why so many players can actually get to about 71%, 72% if using a Pike-Moreau combo, right? So Moreau is decreasing its piercing. 
increasing, therefore, my own mitigation. Is Badgie doing the same thing, Bubba Joe? Let's read Badgie again. Badgie increases armor penetration, shield penetration, and accuracy by 13%. First he is of all, not. He is doing. He is doing the opposite. He is so where Moreau is affecting your opponent's ability to damage you. He is increasing your ability to damage your opponent. So what does that do to the shots that I fire to the arm or to the hostile? More damage gets to the hole, right? Because their mitigation is going down. Hmm. Okay. So. If I'm using a Pike Moreau Chen, and obviously there's a gazillion combinations here. We're just spending a minute on this one to to illustrate. All right. If I'm using Pike Moreau Chen, is there a mathematical reason why I don't want Badgie on the lower deck? There is one correct answer. There is one scenario where I don't want Badgie on the lower deck. Crazy Chicken, do you know what it is? Okay. Go ahead, Bubba. Crazy crazy Chicken, you, you do it. What scenario? I don't have them. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's one valid scenario. You don't own the daggone officer. Bubba Joe, uh, scenario in which I can't put Badgie on the lower deck of a Pike if you are un- If you are unable to maximize the ship bonuses from your officer stats. You got it. Server 57 gets a cookie as well. K92 says, if you haven't hit your ship bonuses yet. Captain Planet also gets a cookie. Says if you haven't gotten your a hole or your attack, health, or defense maxed out. All right. Scaly back, you I got it. One. Go ahead. I thought of one. Yeah? You don't have any spots under deck. All right. Ah. Well, same problem, though. Same problem. You're, you're not getting to your stats, but you know what? Actually, I give you points. That is crazy chicken gets a, gets a cookie. She gets a cookie. Yay. All right, because you could have all your stats with Pike Moro Chen, Bubba Joe. But if you don't have an underdog slot to put him in, then so there you go. No, I don't know about Badgie, aside from those reasons, but Boimler, may, uh, if you're already mitmaxed, he might not bother, need to go under. All right. Well, we'll get to Boimler here in just a second. Let's finish up on Badgie. Badgie uh, literally increases your own piercing. In a situation where your ship bonuses are maxed and you... Uh, have an available slot, there is zero reason not to use this officer. For all the players out there saying, well, that ain't nothing. Listen, it is small. Admittedly, 13% ripper. I mean, after all, let's take a look at an enterprise. Let's take a look at Truck and Chicks Enterprise. A Tier 5 Enterprise. All right? Tier 5 Enterprise. Here we go. And we're going to increase armor penetration. Or armor, yeah, armor penetration. So let's go to a tier five real quick, Bubba Joe. You guys get your notepads. Let's do a little bit of talking trek math here. All right. Actually, I have an update. It's now T6. Tier, okay. Well, that's fine. Let's go to tier six then. Go to tier six. When you want to look at the accuracy for the Enterprise, it's going to be the bigger effect. Ah, you just, 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 just wait a second, Karkin. Okay, so I, I jumped the gun. Jeez. I'm sorry. Hey, All right, let's take a look at shield piercing first, or armor, armor penetration. We said that one first. Armor penetration is 3,114 at base, Bubba Joe. Big money right there, ain't it? Big money? No. Well, what are you talking about? 3,100 points. It's not big money. Not big money. Well, not according to your level 50 bro stuff. 
Okay, in all fairness, crazy chick, 3,100 points of armor piercing is nothing, okay? <laughs> it's nothing, but... little guys over here. Come on, let's think about the little people for a little bit. Well, Karkin is actually That's leading up... Well, okay, let's let's explain this, all right? Let's, let's teach why this number is meaningless, okay? If I'm on an Enterprise, which is an explorer, all right, and I'm looking at armor penetration, what ship, what class of ship has armor as its primary defense battleship it's a battleship does an explorer have triangle advantage against a battleship no it does not it does not because why is that fundamentally it's because of this number right here, armor piercing, 3,114, and Badgie is going to get us a bonus of 404. Adding that to the 3,114, we are now at 3,518. Karkin, is 3,518 going to outweigh your auger's armor? It is not. It is not. Okay? We could say the same for... Shield piercing, right? Shield piercing or shield deflection. What is that the primary defensive stat for? What type of ship? It's the explorers, bread and butter. Explorers, right? So Enterprise being an explorer, does it have triangle advantage over another explorer? On its own? (laughs) No, they're even. With outside influence? Without outside influence? Okay. So, no, they're even. All right. So same thing. Shield piercing. Not going to get me a whole lot. Here's where it gets a little bit better. Accuracy. All right. Accuracy, which is the piercing component to dodge. And what is dodge? The primary defensive mechanic for what style of ship? Destroyer. That's correct. <laughs> AKA an interceptor. Fun fun Sorry. fact. Fun fact. It was called uh, a destroyer back in the beta days. Interceptor was changed when Scopely took over for whatever reason. And, um, and still shows up in some events. It does still show up here and there on occasion. All right. So we take a look at an interceptor where the explorer does have an advantage because the accuracy statistics are piercing on accuracy is not 3,000, but it's 29,000. 281. Now, I'm still getting 13% flat, so I'm going to take that 29,281, multiply by 13%. Golly, I'm getting more of a bonus chick than I even had of armor piercing and shield piercing to start. I'm getting 3,800 points added to the 29,281 plus 29,281. Now I've got 33,000 accuracy points. All right. And by the way, this no is no other all changes based. that'll well equate no, this, it around to what two or three percent extra damage, two or three or one or two percent. Well, it depends on a lot of things, Karkin. It depends with no on, other changes, like just the flat of against, you can't you can't do that. Law of diminishing returns is going to say that that different levels of research will have a different net effect. All right, the more piercing and the more uh, mitigation that you have. Well, I just research. meant those straight numbers against each other, like the the thirty three thousand versus. Or, yeah, really, you can't do that either, Karkin, because that's a base number, and and you've got all your research, right, Rip? I mean, the base numbers are going to be multiplied out, and then you're adding that extra thirty eight hundred. Okay, so 
in this case, it still feels small. Okay, it still feels small, but that's where you're getting the most is with the triangle. Right, Bubba? Anytime that you're doing right. anything with piercing and mitigation, you're going to do better when you're working with the triangle. And even at tier one, level five, at 13%, Badgie is going to have an impact if you don't require his statistics. All right. Bubba Joe, where is a scenario where, uh, notwithstanding, let's assume that you've got your ship stat bonuses, because we've already talked about not having that, then don't use Badgie. If you've got all your ship bonuses, what is a scenario, the only scenario, where you don't use Badgie? Bubba, are you busy? <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying to think. I don't know what you're getting at here. I can't think of a scenario like if you have your ship bonuses and you have an underdeck slot. Okay. I can't think of a reason you would not use Badgie. Oh, there is no, one. Karkin. Let's get Karkin. other officers, but you could, you know, you should be using the underdeck abilities if as long as you can maximize your uh, ship abilities. Ah. Well, if you're trying to use someone like Marcus, who's using a stat, mm. and then you're trying to switch it from a stat to that percentage, you may get more out of the stat higher because it's already going through a like the slight piercing you're going to get from badgie isn't going to be the same as the officer you could replace it with to get the stats for Marcus. you got it let's use let's use this continuing example with crazy chicken we're using the enterprise right now let's just pretend for a second bubba joe that we're going with the triangle that means that we're going to be using kang against an interceptor okay and, and for the purposes of this illustration i know a lot of people don't use kang it's cool but uh, let's talk about Kang for a second. He would, assuming he's maxed, 1,600%. Now, Karkin, just ballpark me a number. One officer that you would have on the lower deck, how many attack stats, because that's what Kang uses, is attack. How many attack stats do you think that you would give up by removing one under deck slot? Five. Okay, well, let's figure that you don't have everything. All your officers aren't maxed, so sure. it's going to be one of the lesser ones. Right. Um, so let's say you're at least very minimum losing at least 1,000 to 1,500. Okay, let's go with 1,500. Let's go with 1,500. And Karkin, what tier is your Kang? Let's let's use you in this example. Crazy Chicken, I'll ask that, you too. Your Kang. Mine's 800%. 800%, which I believe is what, tier four? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Crazy Chicken, your Kang? Uh, I think I'm at 800 also. I'm pulling him All up All right. Tier 4, 800%. Well, All he's right. not the priority. I still got to get Marcus there. So, but yeah, go ahead. Well, fair enough. But just again, you're going yeah. with the yeah. triangle. Going with the triangle. So, Bubba Joe, if we gave up 1,500 slots or 1,500 defense uh, attack points to put Badgie in the lower deck, we're getting three thousand eight hundred um, dodge, or sorry, accuracy piercing points added. But if I'm going to take eight hundred percent and multiply that by the fifteen hundred stat points that I just lost, I just gave up twelve thousand points of accuracy. Do we? Correct. Do we follow? Class, if I put Badgie under and I'm using a stat officer, 
Dragon Keeper says, well, how much attack does Badgie have? Not 1,500. Mine currently is sitting at 23. Not 2,300. 23. <laughs> okay? So I'm not getting those points back. Now, very good question, though, Dragon Keeper asks, Bubba Joe. Very good question. At what point is Badgie no longer really a sacrifice? Well, it's a good question. Okay, it's a good question. Let's take a look. Ripper on stfc.space. We're going to come over here. We're going to take a look at Badgie, the officer. And we're going to come all the way down. Let's pretend that he's a tier 5 maxed out kitty, maxed out kitty killer kitty cat. All right, at level 30. Dang on. Still not super great, Bubba Joe. At base, his attack is only 268 at base now thank goodness right ripper thank goodness that our officer statistics research and all that other stuff are impacting so that kang is using the net value right we do know that marcus uh ash tyler tos kirk these guys are all using the numbers that you see when you put them on a ship so it's not going to be just 268 ripper you told me earlier today your total stat bonus your research and et cetera, et cetera, came to the tune of what? I think you told me 600%. Ripper's also gone. He told me 600% was his total number of stat bonuses, Bubba Joe. That sounds about right. Okay. Actually, it's a little bit higher than that, potentially. But yeah, that's it's in that range. All right. So let's take, let's take a maxed level 30 badgie at 268 points. Let's multiply it by six. Karkin, that means when I put this officer on the ship, I should see 1,608 attack points. <gasps> Ooh. 1,608. Karkin, what was the number of the of the of the attack points you just said that I might have to give up? Fifteen hundred, but I think that was an, a low estimate. It very well could be. Absolutely it could be. It could be five thousand, could be two thousand. This is where you're going to have to do a little bit of math on your own. Figure it out one way or the other. If it's 1,500 is, your, is what you're giving up and you're only picking up 23, well, then it's clear to see. Compared to a Tier 1 badgie, a Kang is going to do so much better. However... If you're trying to utilize piercing, yeah. If that, correct, obviously. Again, we're going with yeah. the triangle scenario yep. here. All right. But if your officer, if the delta of what you're losing is not that large, then it may be enough for the 13% to overtake it. Let's not forget, too, by the way, if he is maxed out at level 30, then his bonus, his bonus isn't 13%. Uh, it is 60%. So, again, I point out to you, folks, even if you're using stats... There is a scenario in which this underdeck officer can be potentially useful. It is an extra ability, and it is going to give you function. All right? Dragon Keeper says, listen, mathematically, if you lose 2.5 thousand points and you gain 1,600 plus the 60%, that might actually be better than what you were getting out of Kang. I agree. But, All right. So, but it is far more when you're talking about Badgie, it's a far more complex question than that, DJ. 
Eh. It's a it's a matter of break even. Two scenarios where you don't use badging. No. Sure. So 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 it all depends. Are you already at the maximum that you can get to? Right. Well, for you, so Bubba it's not Joe, just are you for you. You would you would never use badgie when using a statistic based officer on the bridge because your officers are maxed. You're not giving up fifteen hundred defensive points or attack points. You're giving up fifteen thousand. And if you're using but, Kang, sixteen hundred percent of fifteen thousand is far more than sixty percent of badgie can offer you. Agreed, but what if with Kang Okay, already, no badgie. You are at the maximum penetrating damage. Ah, well, there's another scenario. All right. If you're already, if you've already got your target down to 14 or 15%, all right, then you may not need badgie in that case. Folks, are there hostiles in the game where you can get their their mitigation down to 15 16%? Ripper does that exist? Are you still with us? Ripper is not. That exists, right? I mean, you guys do it all the time. Yes. You go out mm-hmm. there and you get an armada down to about 15 16%. Happens. Bubba Joe, have you ever ever engaged in PVP where you got your opponents Mitigation down to 15%. Ever. Hmm. Ever. Ever. Well, I, in did, the history of I did not look at all of the PvP logs I had during Turf Wars, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's unlikely. Unlikely. It's mathematically unlikely because unlike hostels level 51 and down, all right, unlike those hostels 51 and down, Player ships have research. They have abilities. They have their own functions to increase their own mitigation. Okay? And for level, uh, for what is it, level 52 plus hostiles, they also have abilities that are going to impact your mitigation. Not to mention, too, just the bigger hostiles are just beefier with the stats. All right? Same kind of thing. All right, I saw this one. It's a, it's a, a niche case, but I'll go with it. Using 6 of 11 in an Armada, Bubba Joe. Probably don't need Badgie under deck. Because 6 of 11 is going to get you there in about 2-3 rounds anyway. Okay? Yep. So, I can go with that scenario. Absolutely. Badgie is, a, is an officer that you're going to want to use on the lower deck if you have all your stat bonuses there and if your mitig- uh, your opponent's mitigation is not the, the lowest it can get. Okay. Cruzito says, what about Borg probes? Absolutely. What about Swarm? Sure. Okay. All those scenarios are good. Let's take a look at Brad Boimler. Let's move on because we gotta, we're going to wrap up here in the next 20 minutes or so. Brad Boimler, his under deck ability increases armor, shield deflection, and dodge by 45%, Bubba Joe. Now, wait a second. This just changed everything didn't it Bubba Joe because if I'm using Pike Moreau I'm already at 71.9% do I need Brad Boimler no what if I was using Picard Beverly and I had a full defensive underdeck well it depends on if you're at 71% or not 
Okay, fair. Could be pretty close. What if I was using a Picard... Uh, let's see. No, don't want to use data. Data's piercing. Um, what if I was using 5 of 11 with full synergy or even single-sided synergy? What does 5 of 11 do in the captain's chair, folks? Same thing. Same thing. Increases your own mitigation. Okay. Anything that is going to get me to my max mitigation is going to eliminate the need for Brad Boimler under deck. Now, Bubba Joe, if you're hunting level 54 hostiles, is your mitigation 71.9%? No. Wait, what? You mean, Pike, not you, mean, close to that. you mean Pike Moreau Chen isn't getting you to 71.9 against those level 54 hostiles? Not even close. Not even close. Why would that be? Because their stats are outrageous. Well, not only that, but Moreau doesn't work. Well, and no, I, no, I take Moreau does. Work. It's Moreau Chen. does. It's Chen, Moreau. No, yeah, their yeah, stats yeah, are yeah, outrageous yeah, is yeah, what yeah, prevents yeah. Pike Moreau from not doing it. Yep, sorry. Jayberg, Pike Moreau does actually function. It's Chen that doesn't function. All right. But either way, Bubba Joe, if you're attacking level 54 and level 55 hostiles, you are not at 71.9%. Can you get your statistics maxed out? Let's pretend the answer is yes. Well, that's a pretend answer for sure. (laughs) I know. All right. We're going to pretend that Bubba Joe has a tier 12 Tribune. Okay. And he's flying around to grind hostiles. Now, in that tier 12 Tribune, he's got, what is it? Five or 600% stat bonus on the bottom. All right. And you've got all your stat bonuses maxed out but you're still not at 71.9%. If you remove a single officer and are able to maintain all of your statistical bonuses, does Brad Boimler under deck become effective to you? Sure. Yeah, because he's boosting your mitigation. Mm Mm-hmm. If you are not at 71.9%, and or not using a, a, a crew that's going to get you there, all right, then Brad Boimler belongs on your lower deck as long as you can get the stat points that you need. And again, that's going to be much more difficult for a player like Bubba Joe, all right? But for those of you flying G3 ships, this is an officer that's going to provide you benefit if, in fact, you're not using Pike, Moreau, and Chen. In what scenario crazy chicken in what scenario are you not flying pike moreau chen give me any uh, there's a bunch of them mission boss okay. mission boss perfect swarm. a mission boss swarm. Swarm. okay good swarm if you're swarm. not using pike moreau to log all right stella. Borg. good stella great although once your m level gets high enough you should be pretty much close to that 71.9 just from research but stella another good one how about another? Armadas. Armadas are the big one I was thinking. And this is all PVE. Mm-hmm. Where else are you never going to get 71.9% mitigation? PVP. PVP. <laughs> PVP. All right. If you can't get 71.9%, use Brad Boimler. All right. Let's take a look at our last one. 
Ensign Beckett Mariner. Her underdeck ability, this one seems pretty straightforward, Bubba Joe. Beckett Mariner increases the ship's weapons damage by 40%. Well, we were just talking about how great 100% was just a little bit ago, even more so about how 190% was even better, Bubba Joe. Now you're saying that without touching my bridge crew, I could actually technically take it to 230% with just the features of this arc. Right? Mariner is increasing your damage by 40%. Now, Chick, we talked yep. about that on your ship, your Tier 6 Enterprise, where the damage for your Enterprise at Tier 6. Let me go back here. Here we go. Tier 6. Your min-max on your weapon is now 17,400 to 20,500. It's a spread of 3,500. Let's call it 1,700. And, ow, 17. Oh, man. 1,750. I just hurt my leg. Ow. 1,750. That's going to give you, uh, what, roughly 18 and a half. Let's call it 18 and a half, Bubba Joe. 18,500 extra damage per weapon, per shot, for all rounds. Okay. Not a heck of a lot, but every little bit helps, doesn't it, Bubba Joe? It's kind of a, it's kind of a game Nickel of and nickels and dimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's a game of nickels and dimes. 40% is 40%. And again, I pose you the following question. Crazy chick. Can you get your officer stats maxed out and still use Beckett Mariner? Yep. If the answer is yes, then use it. Okay. When I get him... If you can't get the stat bonuses, then that becomes the priority. It's going to give you more in almost every scenario. Okay? The ship abilities, so, the stat abilities are going to get you more than these officers will in almost every single scenario. So you do need to prioritize the ship's bonuses. But if you've got the stats, throw in a lower deck. And why I said from the very beginning, Bubba, and I'll come to you in just a second, why I said from the very, 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 very beginning is that these officers are presenting you a net plus one ability potential. You have always been limited to three, well, arguably four abilities. Okay? You've always been limited to four technically from crew you've got captain and officer and then two other officers you could technically also be looking at a ship ability and all this other stuff and we're not going to complicate the issue from officers you have always been limited to four now you can literally if you have the stats you can literally increase it to seven abilities that are going to fire and give you actual tangible results in combat the lower deck abilities may be goofy they may be silly cartoons Bubba Joe but we cannot overlook the magnificent mathematical importance of adding an ability what is the the thing that people love about the enterprise Bubba Joe what's its ship ability Regenerating shields. Right, but who does it compare to? We've always uh, said Spock. That Spock. we've always Spock. said that the Enterprise is Spock. 
right? Rev has made, like, merchandise out of it. Spock doesn't go on an Enterprise. Because the Enterprise is Spock. The Enterprise is such an amazing ship to fly because it gives you a free extra officer ability. It's a net plus one ability on the Enterprise that you don't get on any other ship. So when we're looking at this opportunity, Bubba Joe, to legitimately add actual abilities, even if they look small, even if they're tier one abilities, Bubba Joe, they are still net positive in the right scenario. And that scenario means you got to have the stats to get the most out of your ship before you can get the most out of the underdeck abilities. The ship has to be capable, right, Bubba Joe? You got to have the mm-hmm. most juice out of your ship before you can have the lower deckers enhancing it even further. And moreover, as Karkin pointed out, expertly and accurately, if you are using heavy percentage stat boost officers on the bridge, it may still not be worth it. It could eventually, which is <laughs> crazy, Bubba Joe. How many officers come out in this game and are game-breaking at Tier 1? There's a few. Are any of these officers game-breaking at Tier 1? No. Nope. These officers are just like the vast majority of officers in this game where they're going to really, really, really come into their own Around that tier three, tier four, tier five area, Bubba Joe, where those abilities are going to be significant. We just talked about the uncommon getting you a 60% boost to piercing. All right. Let's talk about Brad Boimler. And I know this is a long ways off, but, you know, hey, they've been doing a little bit better with sourcing here lately. It may not be as long as we think. 100 25% boost to mitigation at a Tier 5 Boimler, Bubba Joe. 125%. That ain't small. Let's look at Mariner real quick. Mariner at Tier 5, which is probably going to take a very, very long time. Max is at a 120% weapons damage boost. We were just praising the heck out of 90% a little bit ago with the Cerritos. These lower deck officers, folks, they're actually worth their stuff. I hope you guys are pursuing them. I hope you guys are are working on them. I'm not saying go crazy, and I'm certainly not going to recommend you go buy Brad's pack. That that feels a little bit expensive, but for some people, might carry, might might have the juice, Bubba Joe. You were going to make a point a few moments ago. Go right ahead. So I, I you know, I, there's no arguing that the uh, addition addition of a uh, fifth, sixth, and or seventh ability to your ship is useful. But it's most important that you're looking at where you're getting a benefit, right? And the easiest one is Beckett Mariner, right? That's the easiest one to be able to show a benefit. Mm-hmm. I can see my damage go up. Mm-hmm. Um, the others take a little bit more math. They take a little bit more work. But 
you know, that's why that ability is on the Epic and the other two abilities are on an uncommon and a rare. Like they, they can be beneficial. They might even be more beneficial getting your, getting your mitigation up, getting your piercing up. Both of those may have a better effect than what you can get with Beckett Mariner. But all, all of this just requires that you do a little bit of research. And so if you're, if you're not willing to do the research or you have trouble with the math, you can't find a buddy that can help you with the math, then, then Beckett Mariner is the way to go. Like it just is because it's very tangible. You can see the difference in a increased damage. Like it's, it's, it, you know, it's not, you don't have to, you don't have to have a science degree to be able to go math it out. Right. You That's don't have to call Ripper and have him do the math for you. I love it. So see, I just gave you, I just gave you the AP version and Bubba Joe was like, okay, like, Hey, <laughs> give me an ABC here on this please. Okay. And there you go. I mean, very simply put, he's absolutely right. If you don't feel like, or if you feel like you're getting worse performance out of using Badger or Boimler, then there's a chance that you're not using your stats, your your stat allocations quite properly. But Mariner is just a net add. And Bubba Joe is 100% right. It is net plus plus. Nothing to take away there. Net plus. All right? These officers, they're not bad. We've seen worse, Bubba Joe. We have indeed seen worse. Crazy Chicken, how are you feeling about your lower deckers? What's your what's been your rate of acquisition here so far? Um, I don't have any of them. Oh, dang no... on. You got to be close, right? You got to be close to one. I am. Think I'm close to Boimler or Boiler, whatever his name is. Have you claimed all of your battle pass yet? Because really, I think everybody should have Badgie by the end of the arc. This is a no purchase elite battle pass month for Trek and Chick, so. I am four shards shy of Badgie and five short of Boiler. And, yeah, crazy too many short on Mariner. Yeah, Mariner's been a little tougher this month. But good luck, or good news, is Milestone 20 of your free track of your Battle Pass has 14 Badgie shards, Crazy Chicken. So you will, in fact, unlock Badgie, giving you a little bit of extra piercing uh, if you've got the stats to go with. Uh, you know, I will say Ripper's not here. I, I don't think Ripper, you back yet? Yo, 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 yo. Yes. Yo. Hey, what's up? You know, I will say this. Uh, interestingly, they told us that Badgie would be liberally sourced this month. I actually have not felt that. Uh, I do have Badgie. He, I actually, it looks like I unlocked him maybe yesterday or today. I've got zero out of 50, which I presume is what I would need. Yeah. Uh, so I've got him unlocked fresh. I've got zero shards towards tier two. Uh, but I would have expected him to be just a little bit more available uh, this month as the first uncommon that we've had in a while. But they did say they were going to liberate. Now, granted, people should walk with the unlock. People should walk yeah, with the unlock. Still, you know, for an uncommon, if they say liberal sourcing, I would assume at least tier two. I kind of would have thought that too, really, to be honest with you. With the words liberally, yeah, liberally. Yeah, that's what they said. They were going to be handing them out left <laughs> and right. That's that's what was said to us. So, uh, you know, maybe it's all coming in the last week. Maybe, maybe there. Oshifer says he was thinking the same as me. I was kind of thinking I was going to week long PvP badgie event where we have to impress badgie by killing others. <laughs> <Arkin>. <laughs> 
Uh, yes, Turf Wars Edition 2 coming back to a galaxy near you. I'm just kidding. All right, we're going to take our... Where, no, where's the rest that of the universe? you had earlier for the pineapple on pizza? Uh, I need that one. Okay, yeah, here it is uh, right here. No, I'm not going to give it to you because I love <laughs> yeah, PvP. You were about to, yeah, you're on my side on that. Yeah, I like <laughs> PvP. I'm good with it. All right. Um, yeah, there you go. That's very liberal sourcing. It's the $99 pack, okay? Liberally sourced inside a pack. Oh, <laughs> would you like me to talk about those packs uh no you don't have to no okay no ripper says no all right <laughs> ripper says don't do it so i guess we won't do it all right listen we're gonna take this our is final the break. positive show all right let's go yeah, let's go break. <laughs> we're gonna take a final break when we come back i am gonna give bubba five minutes to rant about the treasury build sms all right uh he said that he had commentary on it I told him that I didn't give two cares about it. So I told people how they could do it if they were going to spend, right, Bubba Joe? It's literally only if, well, I can't say only if you're going to spend because some people did 100 levels of generators. You guys have, you guys are very, very patient people. Who did it? What was the points? It needed 500 points. What is that? 450. 450 points that's 45 levels right because the building gave you 10 45 levels of warehouses and generate not warehouses but generators if you had the patience to do 45 levels look bernard did it he said i did 35 levels of generators all right now you get the puke sound effect Bubba Joe. okay <laughs> 35 out of that one <laughs> 35 levels of generators got that event done. Bernard, was it worth it? Were you were you satisfied with your return? I mean, listen, it, really, honestly, the return was was good. I mean, it was a lot of good ROM shards and cat shards, both of those valuable officers. I do feel that the event was worth it. I don't know if I would have had the patience to do 45 generators, Bubba Joe. How did you do that event? You just bought the lockbox, right? You just doing the treasury. No, you can't do the treasury, can you? You're maxed, aren't you? Is your treasury maxed? My treasury's not maxed. I just put a picture in the chat. Oh, That's okay. It. Let me look. It was it. It was it. I did. I did. Uh, I believe I did three levels to the treasury, and then did uh, fifteen other buildings. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't do the event. Can I say, as an ops thirty nine, who? has all of her buildings done and is ready to punch the button to 40 when other goals are met. This event pissed me off. Yeah, right. Uh, listen, now, in fairness, it was labeled It was labeled elite. It's, it's labeled as a spender's event. The fact that the community found a workaround for it is, is commendable to the community, but Scopely intended you to have to pay for this event. All right. That was how many shards in that event? Uh, let me see here. Upgrade the treasure. Oh, wow. 15, 20 ROM shards and 24 cath shards. Okay. That's not a free to play payout check. All right. And the event I was labeled see. elite. It was I, I understand, but I would have been completely willing to go stupid and upgrade all of my generators or do something stupid for this event. Did you not have, had I known about it before this arc? Do you have like all six of your generator slots maxed out? You surely I've don't, been do you? Using them. Well, yeah. 
everything inside my station except my exo building and my treasury are 39. Why? <laughs> I have... Because I have other goals to meet before I punch 40. <clears throat> That's a whole different show. But gentlemen. you should never... You Listen, should n don't never worry. upgrade generators other C than through, A and B. Yeah, A and never. B. Well, hang on. Hang on. That's I know, uh, there's, there's a reason for it. There's They're a great reason for the for daily it. events. They're great. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're good for the dailies, but don't. I wouldn't do those outside of dailies, all right? Because you will never be required C through G or whatever it is. You'll never be required to upgrade those. So you, I use you, them sparingly for my dailies. Yes. So you have all of the max. You've got A through A, B, C, D, E, and F. All I don't maxed? have F. I'm only 39, sweetie. Okay, well, I didn't. So, it's not available to so me. A, B, C, D, and E, and they're all 39? Yes, dear. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. Wouldn't it be great if they turned on and they'd work? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you got back even 1% of whatever you put into those daggone things? All right, well, listen. Chick is uh, Chick is sounding off, Bubba Joe. Let's see if Bubba Joe agrees with her right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Dental Advisory Board, reminding you that if you brush your teeth with a mixture of baking soda and peroxide, people will pretty much leave you alone all day. Attention, people who struggle with anger issues. Will Smith wants to rehabilitate his image, so he's holding the first ever Will Smith Anger Management Seminar. This is my life. I worked hard for it, and I want it back. The Will Smith Anger Management Seminar will help you deal with everything from traffic jams to jokes your wife doesn't like. <laughs> that's, just, that's very funny to me. <laughs> Y'all ain't laughing, though. And Will offers hands-on learning for men and women. Now that's what a breast is supposed to feel like. Angry outbursts can get you in big trouble with the law. But don't end up in jail because Will can get you off with a slap on the wrist and face. I could have been at a barbecue! Getting your rage under control is difficult. But where there's a will, there's a way. At the Will Smith Anger Management Seminar. Hey, Mr. Gasoline Man, give a loan to me. I'm not wealthy and there is no way I'm paying you. Mr. Gasoline Man, throw a bone to me. Prices go up every morning, and I'm totally screwed. Though I know gas could go higher, it's already out of hand. Cannot fill my van. Told Joe Biden make a plan, but he's still sleeping. This craziness amazes me, inflation has me beat. I'm lucky I can eat. Dealing drugs out on the streets is what I'm scheming. Hey, Mr. Gasoline Man, give a loan to me. I'm not wealthy and there is no way I'm paying you. Mr. Gasoline Man, throw a bone to me. Prices go up every morning, and I'm totally screwed.
Just let this one play for a minute, Bubba. Yeah. Is it an oldie? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you. <laughs> AJ says, oh, I don't, I don't want to hear it. This is from like that like super power 90s girl band stuff. Like you had the Pussycat Dolls. You had Destiny's Child. Uh, there was a couple of others that were around uh, that time. Like that was like the super, Dixie chicks. the Dixie Chicks, another big one. Yeah, that was like the super power, you know, ladies group. Don't. How are you forgetting about the Spice Girls? The Spice Girls. Yeah, I said another. Spice Girls, but I was muted. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was on timeout. Yeah, man, right there. How about that? The Destiny's Child, Bugaboo. Uh, appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome back into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. As we wrap up here on our first show back in almost two weeks, Bubba Joe. Good golly, Miss Molly. Uh, appreciate you guys for being here. It's actually been a good conversation. We've done a little bit of teaching. Haven't gone off the rails. Haven't haven't had to like you know take anger management classes from Will Smith yet. So like we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yet. <laughs> I know it's been we good have work to do. I guess we still have fifteen minutes. All right. So you guys, uh, please don't take your best shot. Um, it. Uh, no, no, don't do it. Uh, because I haven't mentioned the de ceiling rod shards. What's wrong with that? That is phenomenal. No problem with that. No, there's no problem with that at all in any way, shape, or form. Bubba Joe, when has Scopely ever given you one hundred and forty dollars free twice a year? Never. Mm 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 mm. We got the only unfortunate <laughs> thing I can see with them is that the web store in the gift section doesn't show the cost. Oh, wow. Well, Which is unfortunate. You'll see the cost. Uh, you just, you'll see the cost just as soon as you unlock your lockbox. Get your 1,400 points, which, by the way, I did absolutely no extra grinding, and I will unlock mine today. I actually have not claimed my dailies yet it's been a busy day so uh i've got 25 dailies ready to claim bubba joe when i do i will have my 1400 points and i will likely go in and buy this pack this month why would i buy it this month bubba joe all right because it's good it is good if you've got the hundred dollar level let's let's be clear the five dollar level people are still complaining about it listen i think it's worth five dollars maybe not in resources and materials all right but no. it's, it's worth five dollars okay <laughs> 20 epic shards and 10 rares to me that's worth five dollars all right um but you know be that as it may some people are upset about it it does not they the did not the do shards didn't change for the lower amount no it was 20 that's and 10 surprising. although they yeah, did it on purpose they did it on purpose karkin we asked the same question didn't we rip wait you're gonna 
You're going to offer 20 epic shards and 10 rare shards even down at the $5 key level? Yup! Sure are. We heard you about the value. And while we are unable as of this moment, all right, probably due to time or this or that, they were unable to change the economy of those $5 packs as far as resource and materials because they're still sampling another pack, Bubba Joe. And let's face it, if you still got $5 packs in your store, they don't really have that much, okay? So they're still sampling other packs. But that's what I was saying at the beginning of the month. They were doing this to give value to the players who were presented with the $5 key. Moreover, spend the $5 if you want, and it will contribute towards getting you a better lockbox in the future by making all of your packs more expensive. <laughs> it's still a funny mechanic to me. But nonetheless, all right, that pack's worth 5 bucks. And with 360 fragments coming from your battle, pla battle pass overflow, all right, and 360 fragments coming from your 30-day chest, that's 720 a month, which works out to precisely 5.5 months. Livonia says the shards are the tease to entice the spend. I disagree with that entirely. Oh, you mean the officer shards? Yeah, of course. That's what we asked for, Livonius. We said, right, Bubba? We said, if you're going to launch a feature with a $5 key, you have got to give them a reason. You got to tempt them, right, Bubba? That's what we said. It's True. not going to be 5.5 months. Sorry, just to go back on that. Just to, it's because the overflow is at the end of the month. And if you're counting on your allegiance tokens, they're probably going to arrive at the end of the month. So it's going to be like, what, six months? And then maybe your next one is five months because you got the overflow from the possibly. So it won't be. But it could also be. It could also be. Most months have more than twenty-eight days, which you need for your allegiance token. So you know, I don't know exactly how that works out. Yeah, you're gonna pick you up. Know, well, it's only two that. extra weeks a year is all you could pick up. So you're not gonna get an extra, no. you know, twenty-eight day chest. But, but, Karkin, you're also assuming that somebody doesn't have any allegiance tokens sitting around. I mean, I was assuming that was a flat you had spent everything at this yeah, point. Yeah, you're yeah. assuming you're starting from zero. Then but I, once you spend that first bit, you, your spacing is still going to be. JT Bob has so, enough to get all yep. four thousand this month. Yes, he did. However, tell me he wasn't going to do it. Not this month. Why, Bubba Joe? Same reason I told you earlier, or not you? It was Ripper. Ripper. You and I were talking about it. I am going to buy it. It's a stupid good pack. But, man, like, the timing for me could have been just a little bit better if it had ore in it. <laughs> I got a little bit of a need for that right now. But I'm still going to buy it. It's a daggone good pack. All right. I'll need the other stuff eventually. But so um, that's what JT, JT Bob said. did ask. He asked a good question in the chat that I, I, you may have mentioned on a previous show, but I think it's a good reminder. He says, do you think that the 360 from the overflow is permanent or is it going to be a month-to-month -month thing? Oh, JT Bob just found the fallacy in the plan. He sure did. He just pointed out the logic that everybody's been missing. We're assuming it's going to be permanent, aren't we, Bubba Joe? We are. Good thing it is. No, I thought you said it was. <laughs> Good thing it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I'm can I have trolling. another cookie? <laughs> I'm trolling. You can have another cookie. Yes, everybody. Your 360 shard fragments that are in the Battle Pass Overflow and that are in the 28-day loyalty chest are, in fact, permanent. That will it happen. Genuinely surprising how many people have missed that they are in the Overflow. A lot of people have missed that they're in the Overflow. A lot of even even like players I talk to regularly in my own alliance. Uh, yeah, yeah, my alliance. They're like, well, only the three sixty I get from the from the loyalty chest. I'm like, yeah, but they're also an overflow. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, well, you don't check the rewards. Well, Ripper. You know no. that that's not the case. <laughs> People don't read words, okay? It's hard enough to get them to look at pictures. Clearly, they're not no, even no, doing no, no, that. No. Clearly, they're not so, looking at the pictures so, today either. So, Ripper, Ripper, how many people have you seen say, I clicked on the ticketed event, assuming it was fixed, and didn't realize it wasn't until I'd completed it? That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you people well, so yeah, silly out just, there. You're such silly gooses. I love you silly I mean, gooses out there. I didn't I didn't I I ch I check them every single time because I'm 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 just, you know, I'm I want to know what I'm getting. Because who knows what changes? No, you, a lot of events change every single month for reasons, right? Sure, daggone thing they do. If, if, reward distribution and and how they calculate things and and whatever. I don't know magic magic balls. I don't know. <laughs> so I magic always check balls. things. I don't know. That's just I, I, I assume Who's that everyone does that. Raise your hand if you have magic balls. I do. My hand is not up. <laughs> All right, PG thirteen, everybody, rain it in. No, rain it I am, in. I am. I am not trying to say that Scopely messes up the rewards all the time. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I will say that. I'll clear. say that. Sorry. It it happens more often than it should. <laughs> it should almost never happen, but it does happen. Oh well. But one thing is for sure: this month, for example, the the rewarded distribution across all events is different than last month. Correct. You should. You really so, should always look. You should always look. So and 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 the month before was also different because you know you get different things. I, one month is is just event store credits for you know event store month, and then they change reward distribution. I I think if if you know that this is the case, you should always check what you're gonna get now and I, see is that worth it to me. Absolutely. Or not. I I do want to draw attention to this comment. There needs to be. Half the fragments in the battle pass and half in the overflow as you're just screwing people is the comment. I'll tell you why I have to fundamentally disagree with you. Wait, it's what? A, it's a Who's screwing who? Uh, you're screwing people if you put all the shards in the 30-day chest and the battle pass overflow. Let me ask Bubba Joe, why do you think they chose the battle pass overflow? And not just the well, regular battle Well, for the pass. same reason. For the same reason they chose the 30-day chest. They're driving engagement. <gasps> they want people to play Wait, the what? game. What? That's ridiculous! I refuse! I won't do it! Can't? Nope. Won't okay. do it! Listen, Bubba Joe! Sorry! I'm not a big old whale like you are! Alright? 
I don't know about you, but I expect $300 a year just to be handed to me because I'm a citizen of Star Trek Galaxy Command Fleet. Okay? Listen. I want a lockbox because my Kumari needs ore. I deserve it. I'm beautiful. All right, folks. Let's... Let me just I be real. Sugar and water. <laughs> that, that went sugar real fast. and water. <laughs> let me let me lay it out for you, real real simply, folks. All right, Bubba's exactly right. This is not meant to be a reward for the faint of heart. This is a one hundred and forty dollar pack that they're offering you for free twice a year. All you have to do is commit yourself to the free to play. SMS progression of this game. And moreover, you only have to do it 67% of the time, Bubba Joe. At least in the case of the Battle Pass. All right? Mm-hmm. You only got to do it 67% of the time. And really, per Ripper's point, you've got between... Wait, how, how do you... Earn... Well... Wait, where does the 67% come from? Because you only need to play perfectly 20 out of 30, 20 days, out of 30 days, man. You only got to be oh. perfect 20 out of 30 days. And really, to Ripper's point, you could even keep yourself on schedule, Bubba Joe, by skipping between two and three days worth of dailies if you felt like you had to. Correct. You could stay on schedule, taking three days off oh, of dailies and taking 10 days off from, from events if you wanted to and still stay on schedule folks this is just pure and simple it's a reward for engagement this is uh just like other games do when you log in what's it called a login bonus bubba joe all right this is yep. this is your participation bonus if you stay perfect complicated but you know a little bit loyalty reward all right Barenzo, you know what? Let me be fair. Barenzo says, where are you getting 140 from? Is it because of the shard count? No. In fairness, I am saying 140 because it's a $100 pack at a 40% premium. In fairness, if it's a $5 pack with a 40% premium, it's actually worth $7. Like what, an $8 pack? Oh, it's seven. Seven, $7. Okay. So for some of you, it's a seven. Hold on. For some of you, it's seven dollars. You get seven. Listen, let me just ask: If somebody came up on the street and offered you seven dollars for doing nothing but breathing air, I mean, you would take that, right? Like, may maybe okay, maybe not just breathing air because you got to do a little something. Maybe you had to. May maybe you Is had there a white to. Van nearby. Yeah, <laughs> I don't take money. I don't take money from strangers, DJ. I don't. Oh, know I totally do. I would absolutely take money from strangers. Okay, like for sure. In a hot second. Have you have you have you sent some information to the Nigerian priest prince who's won the lottery and wants to send you money? Not the prince, but definitely the priest for sure. He's Nigerian a trustworthy priest. guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen, I I know some people are not some people are not getting the 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 hundred dollar pack, and I, I understand that. Which is why in an earlier show we offered you a strategy for how you can get there. If you're willing to spend a few dollars on something that is worth it to you, it does not need to be the $5 pack. Okay? It doesn't need to be the $5 pack. It, it could be a, a $20 Prime. It could be a $50 Dry Dock G. All right? Listen, it takes the entire engagement from the entire store into account when 
targeting your lockbox presentation. So if you've got the $5 key this month, you are pretty much legitimately a free-to-play. All right? If if you spend a couple dollars here or there on something that you might find value, Karkin said it best here about two weeks ago. He said, even if you don't like spending money, you are investing now for permanent max capacity return in six months. Well, 5.5 months. All right. It's a nice bonus twice a year. And, and listen, really truthfully, if you have a $5 pack here today, you've got six months, Bubba Joe, to, I don't know, spend 100 bucks, maybe 120 whatever. I mean, that's just Battle Pass. I'm here to tell you, Chick, yep. you buy Battle Pass, what, eight times out of the 12 of the year? Is that a fair assumption? 75% of the time you get a Battle Pass? Is it less? Is it half? Yeah. Maybe call it nine to 10. All right, nine to 10 months out of the year chick that's all you really buy on you did buy a meridian skin at one time that was really what your only extra purchase and the meridian that was your only extra purchase in like the last 12 to 15 months right yes what pack did you get targeted with for your lockbox hundred dollars the hundred dollars guys it doesn't take much okay doesn't take much and i'm not saying that you should go and spend listen if you want to do it with the free pack that's fine this month it would be worth it it would be to get those 30 shards. But what I'm telling you is the 4,000 fragments that you are accumulating will either get you a $5 pack or those same 4,000 fragments could get you the $140 value. It's the same time grind. It's the same currency. It's the same lockbox. So you could spend six months to grind out a $5 key or you could spend six months to grind out a $140 key. It's literally up to you. And as I mentioned, and you know what? Someone told me that it wasn't fair, Trader, that I said that it was evil marketing genius. I will rescind the word evil. It is pure marketing brilliance. It really is. That people asking people asking about where's the temptation, where's the incentive to spend, Bubba Joe? Right in front of your freaking face, people. It is right here. <sighs> spend twenty dollars a month for the next four or five months, and you will be rewarded with two hundred and eighty dollars a year in free packs. Not to mention the benefit of whatever you actually spend money on. Don't do the don't do the pack. I wouldn't spend five dollars on that pack, Bubba Joe, but I might spend twenty dollars on the battle pass. I might spend fifty dollars on Dry Dog G. I might spend fifty dollars on Vidar Prime or Stella Prime or Mining Protected Cargo Prime. There's a lot of stuff that you could spend a little bit of money on here and there. The, the Meridian skin, says K21. $20, insane value. Don't disagree. But it does ultimately require you to be willing to spend a little bit of money, which is the, the genius of it, right, Trader? I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's yeah. the genius of it. Here's you a rewards card, everybody. All you got to do, spend a little bit of money, buy 10 cups of coffee, 
and we're going to hook you up with 240 cups of coffee for you over the next 12 months. I'll take that deal. I'll take that deal. All right. Um, there we go. You know what? Let me just ask a couple of questions. Uh, or, or not. Let me read a couple of comments. By, by the way, some of these are really, really good. Distressed Alien says, if I was going to buy a pack, I'd probably do it to unlock Harrison. <laughs> good call. Lady Unaleska says, if you're going to do it, get stuff that you can't grind out otherwise. How about a second researcher? Right? That's a good one. Okay. Let's see. What else do we have in here? What would you guys spend it on? Silent Caliber says, if I was going to buy one thing, it would be Dry Dog G. Andar says, the new Prime Officers. Prime Officers 2 is very tempting. Guys, listen, your, your friends, your community is giving you a couple of ideas on how you could find the best value for you over the long haul. Anita saying the same thing. I'd refer folks to Harrison. Blue Mandalorian says, listen, I still think the game's best value is in the $20 battle pass. Do that. Ghost Rider says, you know what? I think I'm going to buy my battle passes. That sounds like a good deal to me. I'll buy the battle pass. Make sure you go through the web store so you get your bonuses. Yeah, absolutely. Go through the web store so you get your multi-phasic credits. All right. Vengeance. How about this one? How about looking at buying a prime, Bubba Joe, that's going to get him a second prime included? That's pretty intelligent spending. Yes. If you're willing to spend. On the other hand, this player, no names necessary, buying a house is more my goal. I'm with you, buddy. Sadly, I'm already in debt for the next 28 years, so might as well buy packs. Just enjoy my time until I die. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just enjoy my time till I die. All right. But listen, and that's why I say it's up to everybody. Absolutely no judgment. This is just a way to get the most return, and it is brilliant what Scopely did here. You can hate it all you want, but even, even Battle Pass players are going to get a heck of a value. And if you're truly, truly free to play, then. It really probably doesn't matter. The lockbox was never going to be something you were engaged in anyway. Imagine if this was the month that you got the keys that you needed and 20 epic shards got you the unlock. There's not even a meta this month, Bubba Joe. It was only solo leaderboard. What if 20 shards is what you needed this month? Five bucks might be a decent... I mean, that's cheaper than any meta we've had in the last six months. True. Just saying. All right. Anyway, folks. I think that's uh, I think that's good. Should we give away something? We should give something away. Uh, give away. Um, yes, we, we should. We should give away a battle pass to Truck and Chick. I think we should give away an Enterprise D. <laughs> that Ooh. is what we should do. Okay. Oh yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh-huh. I woke up. Yeah. Is it- really testing the community manager's relationship already. <laughs> yeah. Not. <laughs> no. No. That. That's actually. You know. That's truly genius idea because. Whoever you give it to is not 60. So they can't build it. <laughs> That's true. They can't even build it, right? Here's here's all the blueprints you need to a ship you won't be able That's to build for, part. for four more years. Okay. My my plans my plans would change. <laughs> yeah, it would for me too. <laughs> all right. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. Much for this month's mortgage. It's it's already quarter past five. I really want to get to Oliver's football game or, or his baseball game. So here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, no, Ghost Rider. Anything that is redeemed or granted does not count towards your buy. So if you, even if you grind out the free, the the free key, 
that will not contribute to your buy. It actually takes cash. Now, the giveaways that I did, yes. The giveaways that I personally did where somebody bought a pack and then I paid for it at the family dollar, Bubba Joe, that would count towards your that would count towards your uh, towards your spend. All right, because you actually paid for it. I paid for it. Scopely made money. That's the deal. All right, uh, Truck and Chick, I'm just going to do a contest to pick. Congratulations to Leon. Le Wait, didn't Leon just win? Let me check the list. Wow. Leon won on March 3rd, Bubba Joe. He's outside his 30 days. So he's, al he's allowed to win. Congratulations. Congratulations, Leon. You got the best of luck. Congratulations to you, and thank you all very much. It's time for me to go, all right? I'm going to go watch a baseball. I'm going to go punch an umpire. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Yay! I don't think. All right. Uh, I want to thank my guests tonight, Trader, Bubba Joe. Thank you, Rip. Steven, Derek, Crazy Chicken. Be ready. And Kark and Captain Mark, thank you up there. Appreciate it very happy much. Happy 420. Uh, happy 420, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Look that up. will be said. That's all that will be said on this show. Okay? Listen, I will also throw out that there might be a 50-50 shot that I might do a Twitch stream tonight. Possible. No promises. I'll let you know. It'll definitely be late if I do it, but I may I may come out and continue to be addicted to this thing that I'm working on, all right? I also want to invite you to the website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links to all of our stuff, our YouTube, our previous episodes, our Amazon support link, and our patron program, where I'd like to thank the list of players who contribute financially to the show every single month. I have not updated this list, Bubba Joe, in like a week, so I know some people have joined. I'm sorry I'll get to it soon, I promise, but I do want to say thank you to Gregor, Chuck's Grunt, Hank, I'm Baglin, Venkman, Scott, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, J Bird, Cobra, DJ Girl, Red 2, and Honey Dunk, Ape, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, JC, Engineering Brief, Billy Hudson, Morpheus, Cam. Coulter, Z-Man, Jeski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Puma, Devil's Advocate, Gooby Names, Rock Racks, Nars, Striker, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Fu, King 101, Commander, Taylor, Maztec, Blue Mandalorian, Professor, Chronic Breaks, Pocky Avengers, Tony Dude, Foggin' Parts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Crane, Galen, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Looter, Conair, Iris, Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Sub Commander, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway, Empire, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn, Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Cha Cha, Roar, A Fox, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Midhead, Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor, Q Iron, Chef, Yusuke, Nothing Better, Fistful of Jedi, Q Tip, Handy, Louis P, Hope's Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, Big Llama, G Force, Bayonetta, Riza Hound, Bliss, uh, just playing Garrick, JT10, Bamekas, Cavacor, Baba, Incoat, Beaver, Beaver, Harry, Selson, Dragon, LA Ravager, Captain Ander, Stevens, Synchronicity, Barracuda Prime, Sand Coffin, Zuzu, Tosh, Stormbringer, Tagora, Liam, Ransusi, Colby, uh, uh, Master Blaster, Smoke Mohawk, Cruzito, NC, Super Jesse, Wolfhammer, Timster, Arius, Black Widow, Everywhere, Matters, Morrow, Welch, um, the UPS Man, Inworld, or Kobayashi, Blue Plague, uh, Quack, Quack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tucker, Next Level Thinking, Gabe is Days, J4D, Snacker, IG83, Janel, Smitto, Delisle, E5 Parted, General Chaos, Sir Taylor, Crazy Bunch, Dial M for Monkey, Skippy, Archer, Captain Jack Morris, it's Hunter, Darkside, Luke, Colgan, Zinfried, Game Junior, Scott, Tactical Cream, uh, Tactical Cream, Trader, and Rex. Thank you. And also to our Nitro Boosters here on Discord and Honey Benjamin, Delisle, Stevens, Aaron, Captain Mark, Dragon, Arian, Goofy Names, Rock. Matt Dog, Wicked Witch, TJ, and Shady Pines. Thank you for supporting Talking Trek at a level of $5 or more per month and joining our gold patron program here at Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs for Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, minute. Catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody.